When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. back with another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source of course the great folks at lakerholics.com go ahead and be part of the fun today with jamie sweet who's in the chat right now and laker tom the number one lakers blogger that's out there right there for you at lakerholics.com our good friend Joe Soro, a.k.a. Ox1947, you can catch him today at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, if you got a, a lawn, well, if you need your lawn transformed into something much better than it is today and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Plus also as well, if you can, be a part of our fun that we have each and every game like tonight at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It's going to be a great time as the Lakers face off against the Bucks with the guys right there for you at Lakers fast break right there for you on playback.tv. Also as well, if you can be a part of our post game coverage tonight after the game, it is the best Lakers chat that's out there. That's right there at Lakers fast break. So if you can like share, subscribe, Follow or do whatever it is you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, of course, everywhere that we do at LakerHawks.com. And of course, LakersBall.com. Our good friends of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And if you can support all of that, and please, once last time, like and subscribe. We really need all the help you, we can get as far as subscribing, getting up there on YouTube so we can get noticed out there in the algorithms. So it really helps out. So if you can like, share, subscribe, and support us any way you can, it is sincerely appreciated. And big shout out also as well to Courtside Lakers on Instagram. Got to give a Henry out there a big shout out for allow, allowing us to be a part of that great community. If you can support that as well, thank you so much for doing so. It is time. It is time for the NBA trade deadline show that we do each and every year. It's our third annual trade deadline. We're so excited to go ahead and be a part of this. The action is already rolling right around the NBA. The Lakers have already made a trade today. Will they make more? We'll talk about that. We're here for the next two and a half hours. Oh my gosh. The question is, will my voice 
be done by the end of the day? I think that's the biggest question that's out there. But we'll see. It is a great cast that's with me today. We're going to start off with the man, indeed, who's been with me for all three of these Laker trade deadline specials. It is a good man, indeed. He's the number one Lakers blogger that's out there at Lakerholics.com, along with Jamie Sweet. Go ahead and check it out today. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. We've already seen a lot of action. I'll go ahead and describe as many of the trades as I can, as I will go ahead and explore the Twitterverse with Shams and Woj and, and all that. I want to start off with uh, the move that yeah, I guess a lot of people are talking about right now is Thomas Bryant moving to Denver for three second rounders and backup guard Devon Reed, who is not actually averaged that much. He's averaged two points, uh, shot about 36% from behind the arc and, it doesn't get very much playing time on, on Denver. He may get a little bit more here if they keep him. But, yes, Thomas Bryant moves on. Ramona Shelbert has reported of ESPN that he was very unhappy with his playing time in recent days. So this, uh, I don't know, clears up some space for him, although how much he's going to get as the backup to Nikola Jokic remains to be seen. Your thoughts, though, to get started with the day, a long day of trade action with what's going on with the trade of Thomas Bryant to Denver. Well, it's fun to be here again for a third year, Gerald. Um, and unfortunately, the last two years, we ended the trade deadline by doing nothing, which was, uh, needless to say, not the kind of hope that we had going into those two days. Um, we've already seen some action by the Lakers so far. This is good. Um, I think the Thomas Bryant thing is interesting because to me, Thomas Bryant has always been sort of like a upgraded version of, of, of Montrezl Harrell. Uh, he added a three-point shot, but it's still Montrezl Harrell. He can't play defense. Um, and our problem is what we really need in a backup center, if AD is going to be starting at center. What we really need in a backup is somebody who can protect the rim. Um, so I, I think this is a signal that, number one, we're trying to we're trying to getting something back for a player who had outperformed his contract. We could not re-sign him. We didn't have any bird or early bird rights on him. So we were going to lose him to free agencies. He asked for a trade. So let's see what we can get out of him. We got a young guard who probably won't play, uh, but he's got potential. He can play defense and he can shoot the three. Um, and we get three second round picks. And most importantly to me, I think we open up, a slot to go out and get a rim protector, which is what we really need in a backup center. I think next to it, everybody knows that we need a three and D wing defender. And I think that's where if we use the pick, that's where it'll be used. Um, and, but I do think that there is a secondary need, which is we need, we need somebody who can protect the rim. We're, we're not a great defensive team. And our big hope is that Anthony Davis can make the difference on the starting lineup. And he's shown at times that he can, um, along with inspired play from the other guys. Um, but the second unit is with, especially with Thomas Bryant in there, had become impossible to stop people. We just couldn't get stops on the second unit. So I think that this portends the Lakers hopefully lining up moves to, to fill the two biggest needs that they have. They need a, they need a legitimate six eight six nine three and D wing defender and they need a 
rim protector at center to back up Anthony Davis. So I like what I'm seeing so far. I think that's trending in the direction of doing that. And uh, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, maybe they, with Durant coming into the, into the Western conference, I think that the Lakers just basically have got to realize that they, they need a wing defender right now. That's their biggest priority. They have to use all of their assets and, and hopefully, hopefully Joe Sy was really mad at Kyrie and not necessarily the Lakers. So that hopefully we could get one of those four wings that they've got. They're dangling several of them out there. Um, and if there was something to that, that is the last piece, those last two pieces that we spend any of our draft capital or we make any moves, moving Walker and, and Beverly has to be for some defense, both at the wing and at the backup center. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break NBA trade deadline special. It is Gerald Glassford along with Laker Tom and a good man Kevin is here Love. as well. I'll vote oh, for here. Kevin Love. There you go. Uh, it is the man behind Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com and also LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro joining us. He's drinking the Coke with Tom right there. Okay, they got their caffeine going. I can no longer partake in that, so I'll have to go live vicariously through you guys. But it is Joe Sorrow and Joe. <laughs> it's different in the morning. Uh, no, really? I've well. always had Coke. I've always substituted Coke. I, I, I drink, I'll drink Coke. It's got to be with a pizza or a sandwich. I, I can't, I don't, I'm, unless I'm dying of thirst, uh, sodas doesn't hit as, as good as when it's with food. But anyways, um, it still doesn't taste bad. I'm just exaggerating. We've got uh, a great chat going already. Everybody's waking up early in the morning, getting the news. On this feels good. On. I like, I like, I like a little light um, in here. It feels, I feel like Saturday morning cartoonish type thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice not to be doing it late at night, you know. Yeah, it's nice. No, you got day. a little bit more energy, I guess. Uh, the speak for yourself, guys. The. <laughs> The, well, that's because uh, you're doing it all day long. Yeah, yeah, you're Carol. on this all day, dude. We're we're on it. What two hours a day? Maybe less than that. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, the the Lakers get up uh, in the morning and probably put the headphones on before you do anything else. Either, yeah, you know? that, that's, that's what, what he does. We, 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 we got to make this worthwhile for G down the road here. The the trade for Bryant, I think, had to do more with the fact that the Lakers needed more assets to get a bigger deal here. I would be in shock. If there isn't something done here in the next hour and forty nine minutes, I just We're don't not see them strike out again, Joe. Yeah, they're they're they've got six. I the believe trade six. will happen while this show is in progress. They they essentially traded Thomas Bryant back to Washington via Denver, whatever you want to do it for Rui, and that's really what it came. That's how it kind of went through because they got their three picks back that they gave Washington. So now they have six second-round picks, a first pick that has to be unprotected to for rule purposes. Um, I can't remember exactly the details, but I know that the 29th pick cannot be a protected pick. It's got to be unprotected. So well, it, can, it can be protected, but what happens is that if the protections work, you can't roll it over to 30. So you sense. lose it. That's you it. Lose That's it. it. I knew it was something else. It just disappears. So now you got six second round picks and a first in 29 
that you can go and find one more guy and it's looking like it's going to have to be a big. So okay. what? who's that big going to be? Toronto? Where are you? Jay Crowder just... Jay Crowder was worth five picks. It's not a coincidence that this yeah, happened. Five, sec- five seconds. Five, five seconds. seconds. Sorry, five seconds. So and we got how many, Joe? We got six. Oh, that you mean we like we can go out and trade the, the, expiring the, contracts in five seconds for? Hey, uh, that's why you got them. Let's let's go after it. You're you 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 know Phoenix just put a nice little dynamite in everyone's rear end how you gonna how you gonna respond do you guys want to compete does lebron think he can go one more run here on this uh looks like the lakers are trying to see if they can salvage the season well if you're gonna do it might as well go all the way with it let's bring in some talent the good thing is the talent that they have brought in you now have uh the ability since you have the bird rights to do some things in the summer so you're not kind of asked out there so let's 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 see here. I think in the next hour and forty-seven minutes, it's going to get very interesting here. Yeah, it is going to get very interesting indeed. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford along with Joe Sorrell and Laker Tom. We're here for you for the next two and a half hours. Hopefully, we can get in more of the crew. I've invited everybody as I always do. So hopefully, we get some more voices in here. We got Jamie Sweet in the chat. He's at work. He said he could try to squeeze in some time, maybe on this lunch break. Zangerstein is in there, BDA Pink. We've already started with some great comments already talking about what's going on with the Lakers. I'm going to describe some of the trades. Again, we talked about Thomas Bryant being traded to Denver. Uh, Unfortunately for Thomas Bryant, you know, it was a great time here, having him here the short time he was. Great hustle. Going to give uh, Denver some outside shooting as well. He gets sent to Denver for Devon Reed, backup guard. Six foot five guard shoots 36% for three and three second round picks. Also, so far today, we've seen Philadelphia and Portland and Charlotte in a three way trade. <laughs> Poor Sfima Heilig is the second time in less than 24 hours he's been traded. Uh, so, Philadelphia gets Jalen McDaniels, Portland gets Matisse Thibel, a very good defensive guard. Charlotte gets to be Heilig and multiple second round picks. Uh, for Milwaukee and Brooklyn, they've also they've been very active so far this morning. Milwaukee traded uh, traded for Jay Crowder with Brooklyn for five second round picks. Boston acquired Mike Muscala from Oklahoma City for Justin Jackson and two second round picks. And then, of course, uh, I've heard as far as George Hill being traded uh, to Indiana. That's I think on the I confirmed that coming up here in a bit that's not been updated on the tracker I'm, i've got right here but I've, I've seen that in the chat phoenix taught of course the big trade last night with kevin duran and tj warren for brooklyn's mikhail bridges cam johnson jay crowder four first round picks and a 2028 first round pick swap also last night under the radar which we didn't get to was Jakob pertle he's going back to toronto for san antonio's kem birch uh, they get to kem birch 2024 first and two future seconds. Josh Hart was traded to New York for Cam Reddish, everybody's seemingly favorite player that they want on this team. I have no idea why. Ryan uh, Arcidicano and uh, Arcidicano is is his name. I'm sorry. Svima Hilek was his first time he was traded and 2023 first round pick. 
I wonder what his agent was telling him in the past uh, 24 hours. Stay at home. Stay at home, and we'll tell you where to go at the end of the, of the day. And then, of course, you know the big trade that we got, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt for Mike Conley being traded to Minnesota. Nikhil Alexander were being traded to Minnesota. JTA is going to Minnesota. Uh, Damian Jones is going to Minnesota. And a 2024, 25, and 26 second-round draft pick is going to Minnesota. Utah gets Russell Westbrook and the Lakers' first-round 2027 pick, which is top four protected. And then uh, start off with Kessler Edwards going to Sacramento for the draft rights to David Michonneau. And then uh, Dwayne Dedman also got traded to San Antonio for cash considerations. So that was pretty much uh, before the Ky- you know, everything after the Kyrie Irving trade. Again, there's still lots of trades right and left. Uh, I'm trying to monitor it best we can, guys, on Twitter. Hopefully everybody in the chat is keeping up as well. We truly appreciate it. Uh, everybody's talking about John Collins as a possibility. Eduardo is. That's a good possibility. But, Joe, uh, getting back to you before I hit back to Laker, Tom, when it comes to what you're still looking for, we need to acquire. Gary Trent was on your hot list last night. Do you still have hopes we can go ahead and get him? Well, the issue now is you don't have size that can come off the bench. I know uh, Thomas Bryant isn't, you know, next level big, but he did serve some good skill sets off the bench, which is mm-hmm. ultimately what his his value would have been is a really, really dependable backup big. A starter, he, I don't think he'll ever really truly be a starter. Uh, his defensive play is just too much in the D's, in the D minuses. Uh, but there there needs to be some size now. Otherwise, if, if, if we, if Darvin Ham can't help himself, he's going to continue to put out those midget lineups that we hate. And if we don't move Beverly, it's going to be even worse because he'll keep starting that guy. Mm-hmm. So Rob needs to go into this thinking about, again, who he has calling the shots. You have to sometimes, I'm, it reminds me of that scene in uh, Moneyball when when uh, the A's manager would not stop playing Pena. Of course, he was the best player at the time. And Billy Bean's like, dude, stop playing him at first. We need, you know, we need this guy at first. And I believe it was Art Howe was the manager, played by Philip C. Four Hoffman, rest in peace. Great, great actor. Uh, and finally, Billy Bean had to trade his best player to finally stop him from not playing him. And I feel like we're in that spot. That's a great example, Joe. Yeah, we, we, we have to stop playing these small lineups. It's not freaking working. Yeah. So we need a big, and we need a big at this point right now in a very, 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 very important way. So how that plays out, boy, I maybe a little bit of me, my instincts say it's going to be a surprise who they get. But I, I'm still looking at Toronto, though. I'm still looking at what's going on in Toronto. You know, it's not out of the question that they, if they had an opportunity, let's say, to trade for Gary Trent Jr. Um, and the thing about trading for Gary Trent Jr. or any of the Toronto guys is that you're going to have to give them that 2029 pick. And, and it probably makes sense if you're, if there's a point in time, I mean, if you look around the league, the picks that have been traded now that have been unprotected have included several 2029 picks. 
and it's because you can't roll it over to 30. So if you put protections on it, the protections don't have that rollover thing. So if they get protected, they can, all you can do is revert them to a second round draft pick, which is also an interesting point, which is what Palinka did on that first round pick that he gave away, the 27 pick. If that 27 pick doesn't actually hits, is protected, he loses it, slides back to a second round pick, man. That was a well done deal. But the Lakers have a choice here because we've got really, and and it's the, it's, it's the decision that oftentimes the Lakers split the baby. You know, it's like, we don't have enough to do two things, but we need two things. And so they want to cut it in half. So the two things are, you need a wing defender to guard Kevin Durant, and you need a backup center who can protect the rim. Now, you probably can't get both of them with the best person in each one of them. I mean, some one thought is to go for a guy like Mo Bamba. You know, we might be able to get Mo Bamba with three second-round picks and, and expiring salaries. It's possible, you know. Um, and the thing I like about Mo Bamba is that he's a stretch five, that he can hit that outside shot. Um, and he's also ver- gives us a versatility because I think he's a guy who could start right next to Anthony Davis, or he could be the backup. So I, there are some lineups where I'd like to see us have in there next to AD when he's playing against certain teams. And so to have that ability to have a, a center, a backup center who can actually be your starter and you can slide everybody down a notch when you need to in order to match up better, I think makes a lot of sense. But the other side of it is most people would say that, especially with Durant coming to the West, that and, and all of the guys you got that just constantly kill you with threes and with with those mid-range jump shots that they must shoot about 80% against our 6-1 guards. Now we got 6-4 guards, but neither one of them is a great defender. So if we could get a wing, a real wing, you know, I mean, I suppose any of those four wings that that Josai has, you know, if he if he can direct his anger toward Kyrie and not toward the Lakers organization, maybe we could pick off one of those guys. I think that'd be great. Um, I'd be willing to go up and tell Toronto, you know, I'll tell you what, we'll give you, we'll give you a first round, we'll give you an unprotected first round pick and I'll give you a pick swap for the year before that, 28 and 29. So you get whichever we got there, you know, in order to get Ananobi. I think that that would obviously be the grand slam thing. And the thing is that, yeah, you gave four unprotected picks for, for Kevin Durant, but that's Kevin Durant, man. And anybody who thinks that you're really going to get three picks for Ananobi is crazy. And most of the talk about those is that, you get three picks for Ananobi because they dump some other contract on you that you got to take that you normally would give up a pick for. So that's how it, you get some sort of equivalent of three picks. So I think the Lakers have some great decisions to make. And, and I have to say, you know, I, I've at various times put out the comparison that Rob Palenka could finish this off and, and, and really have a masterclass on how to be a general manager. Or he could make a stupid decision. You know, it's like every, it just seems like almost every general manager, just because of how 
how difficult it is to, how capricious it is to judge players sometimes and what their potential is and what their fit is and, and what they can do and so forth. Because every GM has made some monumental mistakes. And most of the, most of the decisions that have, that we criticize Rob for maybe weren't his fault. You know, maybe he was told by Jeannie, no, you can't resign Alex Caruso, you know, or you got to trade or, and maybe the coaches have been told as we've known, maybe for some reason, Beverly, in order to, you know, after the trade, you know, they have some arrangement or somebody promised him something. Obviously that happens. And, and the coach doesn't have any control and he's got to play him until, like you said, Joe, until until the general manager decides the only way out of this predicament is to trade the SOB and get him out of here, you know. Um, Pat's got to go. I, I also think it's partly because of that same type of chaos that he creates that, that Russ created. We want a team that's disciplined, you know. I mean, and you can't be disciplined if you got guys like that. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, well, so you had watched The Tomorrow War before The Matrix. Yes. You forced me down. I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing. I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I do want to update the Jay Crowder trade, I guess also as well as Serge Ibaka who's been, uh, I guess, similar to what we're seeing with Jay Crowder, who was held out, uh, ongoing uh, situation, looking to see if uh, he can get traded, did finally get traded as well. So he was part of that deal. So he is going to Brooklyn Nets along with five second rounders for Jay Crowder in that deal. Still plenty going on. Just want to update everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. It is the Lakers fast break. Once again, Thomas Bryant has been traded from the Lakers to the Denver Nuggets for three second round picks and Devon Reed. Uh, the Pacers also want to make sure to let everybody know that Indiana is acquiring the Bucks. Jordan Wara. I like him. He's been a good player for them. And two second rounders uh, for to Indiana. Indiana is also waving Goga Batadze, so he's going to be a big man that's out there. So we'll see what happens with that as far as maybe him being picked up by, by another team. Uh, again, Boston ha- is sending Justin Jackson and two second-round picks to OKC for Mike Muscala. A lot of things oh, going on. We should have got Muscala, man. I hate to see him in Celtics green. Well, yep. he was in Lakers purple and gold. You saw how that was. So, yeah, we traded wow. Zubats for that. One of the worst uh, trades. The Mister Master Class. That's not one of his finest trades as well. He got we got burned on that. Uh, that's for sure. But. It is, uh, again, the Lakers fast break. Angel, a new face that's out there. Truly, thank you for watching and listening what we're doing here at the Lakers fast break. Joe, your thoughts so far? You know, we haven't seen, I think, yet what we really want to see with the Lakers getting a little bit more size, a little bit better, even more shooting, maybe a little more defensive around the wing. We haven't seen that as of yet. Your thoughts so far on what the Lakers can still do with an hour and a half left? 
The intriguing current news is talks started yesterday, apparently, uh, the Knicks and, and, and Chicago for Zach Levine. Uh, Chicago is another one that we want to look at to see how things play out there. Uh, Lucevic is is a very interesting. We've we've, we've thrown that name around, and he's on a last year contract as well. So, if I had a question for that particular player for you, Gerald and Tom. Would you say Vucevic is on par with a Jay Crowder? No. Would you say he's better? Well, offensively, he's better. He's, he's an excellent offensive center, but he's really not a rim protector. Okay. So we're going to have to make a decision here on do we want a big who can shoot and not play good defense, which is pretty I think, much what I think, I think the priority probably is – someone who can protect the rim because Thomas Bryant proved he could be a force offensively and he's a good stretch center. He shoots a three really well and nobody can, you know, people think I'm a Thomas Bryant hater, but I'm not, you know, it's just that he he plays hard. If everybody on the team played as hard as Thomas Bryant did, we wouldn't have the problems that we've been having. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is he just doesn't have the quickness or the lift to get to, to, to protect the rim or to make steals. I mean, it's usually just luck of his uh, of his height and so forth. So we need we need to improve that. I think it's almost as I think that pretty doggone close to being equally important to have a wing stopper and to have a second rim protector. But the wing stopper probably is the most important and. And that's me saying that, who's really heavily prejudiced toward a rim protector. I mean, JaVale McGee and, and Dwight Howard did something for that team. You could not. I mean, it wasn't. It, the mistake is people think it wasn't Kyle Kuzma and KCP that were preventing guys from getting to the basket. It was, it was the big centers that we had there, the size that we had. We always had size on the floor, and we always dominated in the paint. Yeah. That's where we have to get back to. If we can add shooting to that, which was what we've been using to win the few games, we've been using free throws for attacking the rim and and points in the paint to offset that deficit that we lose a three-point shooting battle every time. Um, there was a couple of interesting little tweets that I saw that I thought I'd bring up about Russell Westbrook leaving. Uh, McMiniman compared it to removing a vampire from the room. <laughs> Um, and then there was another report that uh, had Russell Westbrook not been traded, he would have been sent home. So, really? Yeah. Who said that but, at the beginning of the year? Uh, yeah. Mm, I wonder. I wonder. Joe Sorrow, maybe? We're just armchair. Yeah. I, I said, I've, I'm sure I said that because yeah, I said I'm every sure possible, possible sure thing. For, yeah, we're I just, think in one of, yes, I think we're just armchair point guards, guys, sitting yeah. on our chairs judging people, criticizing people for something that apparently only a few people out there do. That's yep. the interpretation sometimes. Look, man, Van Gundy never played in the NBA. Bill Belichick never played in the NFL, okay? We have plenty of coaches down the road, you know, that have, that have done very well in sports that never played in the NBA. At some point, you 
analyze and watch. And I, I mean, I didn't play in the NBA, but I played basketball. I've run the system. I've done the flex offense. I've never done the triangle, but I know a little bit about basketball. I've done it. I've been an athlete up until my thirties, really. I mean, I, I can still play basketball now and play tennis and play golf, but obviously not at, at, at the, at the ability of when I was 30, right. Or below. But the key here is we've been doing this too long. And I say doing this as in we've been watching, analyzing, critiquing, and praising uh, these this sport and many other sports. We, I, we know what we're talking about. We know what players fit. It, 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 we're not in the practices, but we're pretty darn close. Uh, the, the Lakers right now are... I'm, I'm trying to figure out if they're sitting in their offices right now going, we just fixed a really, really bad decision. And they did. They really, really did. The next question now is, is there a shot of them competing deep into the playoffs? Because when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that's all that's left right now. That is the question, and how that plays out in the next hour and a half is really going to dictate this near-future situation for the Lakers. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We're here live for NBA Trade Deadline Special. Laker Tom looks so happy now this year. There's no red face. There's no getting angry. There's no... uh, I guess frustration. I mean, we're going to, you it'll know, be a, it'll be a three cokes uh, session today. Yes. Yes. No and limits. No limits on Laker Tom's caffeine. There you go. Celebrate right there for you. Absolutely. Three cokes. Indeed. Uh, actually, Joe might have more during that time. <laughs> I need a Coke. That's for sure. But it is the Lakers fast break live watch party right here for you. The, the NBA trade deadline. We truly appreciate you being part of what we're doing here checking out what's going on there's still you know some movement that's going on around the league i did report to you as far as the the different trades that are going on right now with the again the latest update on the jay crowders that jay crowder nothing in toronto huh uh nothing as of yet i'm sure something's got to materialize here soon of course toronto did trade for yaka portal yeah, they were the kyle Lowry, the kyle lowry thing though toronto's the team that screwed us over too because... yeah absolutely well yaka portal was the only trade that they've yeah. done so far that i've seen that's uh, the one I, they want to do jay, Cra- jay crowder goes to the bucks for five second rounders and serge abaca uh zanger says go get goga Patase. i was a little bit surprised because he is a first round draft choice by indiana that he got waived uh and as someone who uh, could provide some size for a team, maybe the Lakers. Uh, that'd be interesting. I'm I'm with you on that. See, uh, I'd like to see if we could still, you know, have uh, time to see if we can get get him developed. But we'll see where he goes. Zangerstein says, uh, "Oh, yeah, in the Philippines, Zangerstein. There you go. Absolutely. We never. I never knew. I, uh, that's awesome. 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 Komostika. Hopefully, everything is everybody okay uh, in the Philippines." Truly appreciate all of our contingents out there. My wife is Filipino, so we we got to we got to create a Pinoy mafia down there, man. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! The it, there's such a <laughs> such a a great fan base. Uh, the the Filipino fan base for the Lakers, uh, truly truly welcome and and just appreciate everybody in the Philippines that supports us here at the Lakers Fast Break. But Zangerstein, 
Great to have you here. Also as well, everybody else as well, Eduardo. I do want to thank Angel for subscribing on Twitch. You saw that magical little little notification right there on screen. That was him subscribing, so we cannot thank you enough for doing so. Truly appreciate it. Jamie Sweet still in the chat. I don't know if he's doing any work, but who cares? There you go. <laughs> Hopefully he can join us live on his lunch break. Lucas in the chat as well. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do here. Got a nice crowd. Can we get it bigger? Can we get it more? We've been able to go ahead and get some great numbers the past couple of years. Hopefully this will do the same. All right, Zangerstein. All right, thank you so much. Absolutely. We'd love to go ahead and, and hear from you. If you do come to the U.S., absolutely. We'd love to you know, go ahead and meet you in person. I think Joe and Tom and I would love to go ahead and, and, and say hello and thank you for all your support. It is, again, the Lakers fast break. So much going on right now with the with the NBA trade deadline. Do we see? I can't, do we see it as far as moves going on right now? That's what I'm thinking. Right now, it's like a holding pattern because we haven't hit the nitty gritty as far as the last hour, the final hour is concerned. Zangerstein says, yes, Joe, when my mom visited us, she stayed in Vegas and had time in L.A. Oh, there you go. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, my buddy uh, Kevin has been trying to get me to go to the Philippines and uh, there's been logistical uh, barriers on my end with work, so I haven't been able to go there. But I think I might be, with the way the Lakers fast breaks popularity is growing over there, we might have to make a trip over there and say hello to everyone, maybe do a show in the Philippines once I do visit. Because I do want to visit. I, my buddy goes there twice a year. He has well, a friend there. I told yeah. you, my wife's from the Philippines. She's yeah. from so Mendoza. There's a, there's, a so. future, there's a future there, Z. You will see... I'm pretty sure you will see me there at some point because uh, I would have gone this last January, but uh, the rains here just backed up so many things that I, I had to stay back and, and finish up them, some things to prepare for February, March. But uh, there is a future where I will be in the Philippines at some point. Uh, you got to see, I will. But yeah, actually, I will probably hopefully uh, get out there with myself. You know, I, I maybe, maybe I'll try to hitch a ride with, with G. Gerald. There you go. Yeah, because I know we want to go out there as well as the Well, family. you should do the show from there then, Gerald. That's it. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. what we're going to try and do. Sounds good. Sounds we'll, good. We'll, we'll work remotely from here. So the uh, uh, the 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 current situation uh, in New York with the Bulls for Zach Levine could open up some things. If, if Yeah, DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> They can do it. Oh, Vucevic and how about Vucevic and uh, No, nah, we don't have the we don't have enough money. I know, I know. No. It would have to be like a fourteen but, trade. But if you but if you put together Beverly's thirteen, Lonnie's six and a half. That's nineteen and a half. You got to throw in a couple of you know the uh, JDA's gone. Uh, we might have to get rid of Brown and uh, you know a couple of guys to tie into that and. Uh, the way you can do that, though, Joe, here's the thing. This is the key. The Lakers have a trade that's open. They can add on to that trade. When you do a multiple team trade, the, the salary matching becomes all of a sudden, because the salary matching is always based on a percentage of the total. Sure. So if you're trading one player for one player, that's it, really firm. But if you throw three or four players on there, all of a sudden the dollar, and you put two or three teams in there, all of a sudden it's easy to match. So they can do a deal with the Rosen by tagging it onto the existing trade. I, I know we we want Caruso. That doesn't help our defense, though. That's the problem. Well, hey, and look, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going to fantasize for the next hour and 
20 minutes. Imagine a Vucevic-Caruso trade to L.A. Imagine that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to... I'm going to hope that there's a big that's coming back. If 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 Rob can put a big, well, we have we, to have one. We only got we only if, got one center now. If they right? get a Vucevic, then that's that's going to yeah. be the one that makes sense. Not only from a talent standpoint, I know defense will still kind of be a problem, but you can shift AD to center if you need to use that card. But the the, the great thing about that setup is again. It, it, it goes with what they've been talking about, about not wanting contracts beyond 2023, which is what Lucevic has. He's got a $22 million contract. This I, year. I think they're going to, I think they're going to, I think they're going to, they're going to look to the buyout market for big men. I think the centers, I think that's, what's going to happen. I, I would, I would go the other way, but I think that they're, they, they have to get somebody to guard these, these bigger wings that are killing us. The, you know, the Paul Georges and the Kawhis and now the Kevin Durant's that's the single biggest priority that we have. It's the single biggest reason to spend that 2029 pick and make it unprotected and to go after Ananobi, you know, give him, give him another, you know, give him Christie, you know, give him a pick swap for 2028, the pick swap, for a situation like what the Lakers are in, when you're talking about post-LeBron times, that's as good as a pick. That's as good as getting the pick itself. I mean, they normally say that pick swaps are worth about a third of a pick, you know, because most of the, half of the time you don't get any any benefit, half of the time they're about even, you know, and once one out of three, you'll get a, a swap with somebody who's going to give you a really good pick. Um, but the Lakers, you know, so they, I think they got to go, they got to go after Ananobi. Um, I think that, that Gary Trent Jr. is a good enough potential defender at the two because he averages like one and a half steals a game that he could, he could, they could probably say that he's enough of an upgrade that they would take him if they get a deal. Um, and then I think that there's a bunch of small deals with involving these uh, seconds that they're gathering. They could make a trade for, you know, Beverly for two or three people that could could really be helpful. They could they could take a minimum contract and Walker's six and a half million and trade for, you know, Nerlens Nobel, for example. And that would solve the backup center problem. Um, so there, there's a lot of options. It'll be I'm, I'm really interested to see what Palinka does, because I think he realizes now that everybody's gone all in this trade deadline. Like, unlike the last two years, this has been a monster trade deadline. We've never seen trades of, of the magnitude that we've seen happen this time with just like 27 games left to finish the year. It's going they to throw the whole they, thing into chaos on top of the parody that everybody has. All of a sudden now we've created some, a lot of, there's five teams in the, in the West that the Lakers are going to be hard pressed to get above. The NBA made up for their dull summer yeah, by, no in a lot of ways, overshadowing Super Bowl week. I, I honestly, until Sean sent me a message about 30 minutes ago, I had not even been thinking about the Super Bowl. All I've been thinking about is what's been going on in the NBA. So right. if I'm a sports guy and I love football more than any sport, basketball's just this this much below football, right? Just this, just this, this much. 
Oh, sorry, this much. There you go. I've been thinking um, about the Super Bowl because I recorded Inside Sports Fantasy Football, which you can actually. I honestly right have now. not. I have not, and a lot of it too is the fact that the the coverage is so oversaturated. So, uh, what well, did you do last night? Still good. You got to yeah, check yeah. it out. Inside yeah, Sports Fantasy. The, the, the only thing you wait for. Mine just depends the- entirely on whether my team's there or not. <laughs> it's 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 this is the part of the NBA that trumps all sports is the yeah. activity of free agency and trades and they made up fans, their- there's nothing to get fans more interested than and more hopeful than the fact that they can trade the guys that are on their team for I'm, guys I'm gonna, they like i'm gonna use a, a, an analogy and, and gerald will appreciate this it's similar to the wwe slash wwf wcw swaps you remember how exciting it was when Chris Jericho left WCW to go to the WWE and the, you know, Scott Hall, everyone knew Scott Hall and Nash were going to be going to the WCW. It it, kind of gives you that, Oh my God, they're going to the next thing. I wonder what's going to happen. The West, which was kind of dull here for the first three fourths of the season, all of a sudden now becomes relevant again to another level. I mean, I'm serious. Since Jordan has retired, the East has been terrible, absolutely terrible in owning, just dominating the other conference. The Western Conference, even though they haven't won every title since 99, they just they seem to have the better teams um, and better setup. I don't know. It's, it's going to be really, really fun after 12 o'clock today to really start figuring out what the next steps are, especially if, if the Lakers are able to sustain uh, one more trade that can be beneficial for their team. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break NBA trade deadline special live right here with Laker, Tom and Joe Soro, AKA Ox 1947. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you watching and listening. We've got people from all around the world checking us out right here on YouTube. Also Twitch, Trovo, Twitter, everywhere we're at, please go ahead and like share and subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts, Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. We'll also be on tonight on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And of course, the best post game in town right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break after the game against the Bucks. My gosh, we got a busy day ahead of us. Right now, it seems like there's a little bit of lull in the action, guys, because I don't see anything reported from Shams or Three first for Levine is the deal for now. I haven't seen that confirmed yet. That's just rumors at this point in time, so I can't see anything confirmed. Unless Shams and Woj reports it, I can't touch it yet. So we're not going to go ahead and – I remember those fake trades that you you kept on reporting on those past couple years, Tom. I'm like, no, (laughs) no, no. I've been looking for a fake trade to report, but there haven't been any coming up. Yeah, so no, no fake trades yet. No fake trades. But, but another, no. another, another uh, trade to look out for with the Lakers is is a it would be contracts beyond twenty twenty three, but they're somewhat you know small, which would be uh, Orlando with Mobamba and Gary Harris. I believe Mobamba makes thirteen million. No, Gary Harris makes 13 and Mobamba's at 10. 10.5. 10. 10. 10. Yeah. So you have enough money there to trade some some that you know Bevan Walker and those types to to possibly get that deal. Obviously get 19, so you'd have to make up the other four. Yeah, the draft picks will probably cover uh a little the bit of that. Don't, picks don't count, but they'll have to throw in a couple of minimum salary guys. Yeah. 
So it's that would be kind of killing two birds with one stone. You get your big and you get another, you know, guard that can shoot. Sure, Jamie. And uh now we're sitting at a pretty good spot when it comes to having a team of two stars with really good role players that know their roles. And we're gonna need Ham to stop playing baloney lineups. <laughs> no more small guard lineups. Three small guard lineups. Please, no more three guard, small guard lineups. That just came out. I didn't write that anywhere, by the way. Just yeah, so. I know. But uh, for the sake of everyone here in the chat, Zangerstein, Tom, you, me, no more three small card, uh, small guard lineups. Just really cannot stand them, man. Just they're they're annoying, poor on defense. They don't shoot well, so. I'm hoping that at least the Beverly situation can be solved by the end of this trade deadline. That's the one I'm hoping for most because I think he's such a detriment to your team right now. As a six-one guard, I don't know why this infatuation for him to constantly play people that are seven, eight inches taller than him who could still easily shoot over him. He is not the guy. Avery Bradley him. gave him this little token that has a magical power that keeps you in the starting lineup. Yeah, it seems to be that you know, as far as uh, a favorite for Darvin Ham as as uh, he once was for Frank Vogel, which unfortunately is uh, kind of disappointing. It's been quiet, like Zangerstein said, for the past 30 minutes. So we're really trying to go ahead and see what we can do to fill up the space. We're, hopefully that's, we're going to get a flurry of action here in the last and final hour of the trade deadline. Want to update everybody who's just jumping in now on what has been going on so far. What we have as far as the trade deadline per CBS Sports, going to go ahead and give them props right here. Got uh, Philadelphia, Portland, and Charlotte with a three-way trade. Jalen McDaniels goes to Philadelphia. Matisse Thibel goes to Portland and Charlotte for the second trade in less than 24 hours. Can he get traded for a third time? We'll find out. Svima Heilig and multiple second-round picks. Also, as well, you had Denver getting Thomas Bryant from the Lakers for Devon Reed, a backup six foot five guard, shoots 36% from behind the arc and three second round picks. For Milwaukee, they get Jay Crowder for Serge Ibaka and five second round picks. Also, as well, Milwaukee sent out, uh, I think they sent out Hill, George Hill, for a second rounder, if I'm not mistaken. So to Indiana. So Indiana gets George Hill and a second rounder. I know that also Indiana waived Goga Patatze. Uh, also as well, Boston acquired Mike Muscala for Justin Jackson and two second round picks from Oklahoma City. Uh, Phoenix obviously got the big trade. Kevin Durant and TJ Warren from Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first round picks and a 2028 first round pick swap. Yeah, Toronto last night was under the radar, but Jacopo is now going back to Toronto. He heads there for Kim Birch going to San Antonio, a 2024 first-round pick that's protected and two future second-round picks. And Josh Hart was traded to New York and the Knicks for Cam Reddish, Ryan Arcidi Akono, Sabi Mihailik, and that was the first time he was traded and a 2023 first round draft pick. So we're still waiting for some action going on. Guys, I'm still hoping for something else. I don't think it'll be complete trade for the Lakers if they, they don't make another trade. Still got to do something with Patrick Beverly's contract. Still got to do something to hopefully with Lonnie Walker because Lonnie Walker, since he came back from the injury, has been lost. 
MIA. He's been really not been able to find any footing. So I think it's maybe time to get a fresh start for him as well. Are you disappointed because he started off the season so well, Tom? Um, no, not really. I think that there was financial and roster building, roster construction reasons why you had to move Russ. You know, um, even if we didn't trade any of the picks, there was nothing, you know, we couldn't do anything with it as long as they're in and. And then I think that, you know, I was just browsing through all of the comments of how this vampire, Russ as a vampire, has taken off and become viral now. Um, <laughs> it's just hilarious, you know. Um, I, they should have done it a lot long, long time ago. Obviously, we all know that. Um, but it's kind of ironic that uh, right after they did it, Zach Levine came on the market. Um, that was great. I think, thank God. Otherwise if he'd come on the market a half an hour earlier, you know, or, or last night, we have a trade, Tom, you know, we talked about this name. We talked about this guy, uh, bones Highland. The nuggets are traded bones Highland to the Clippers. I don't know what for yet, but that's per Adrian Wojnarowski. Hmm. So bones Highland is going to the Clippers. So and that's where Russ is going to end up. Well, we'll see. He'll be in the same building, man. Yes. Yes, that's where I want him to go. Please. Uh, just like his game on the court, his presence in the locker room. I think people. I think it would be terrific for him to go. I'd like him to go to the Clippers for the same reason. Joe. Oh, he would implode that place so quickly, especially Kawhi. Oh, my God. Please go to All the Clippers. All those blown layups and turnovers at the wrong moment. Yep. That's, uh, Russell, and he would be eager to shoot those threes to prove that he can make them. I'm going to show the Lakers. I'm going to shoot the threes every time I'm running down the court. So that's the, what I have right now is uh, Bones Highland to the Clippers. Uh, and uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, according to Sham Sharania, are trading Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Saric and a second-round pick. So uh, Phoenix is trying to uh, probably get some depth for them because they need it because of what happened with Kevin Durant. So they are trading for Dario Saric and a second-round pick. So we'll see, uh, starting to get some more activity, kind of like that. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break NBA Live Trade Deadline Special. Got Joe Sorrell and Laker Tom here. Great to have you here. Zanger Sign says, what? Why didn't Denver deal Bones? I, you know, he's been, his name's been out there for the past, what, 24, 48 hours as someone that, you know, is probably going to be traded. Uh, I thought he was good in Denver, too. I thought he was a better defender, too. But for some reason, they... They just want, felt the need to trade him. Uh, I guess there may be going on something more going on that meets the eye. Maybe it's an issue with uh, his playing time. Maybe he's unhappy like Thomas Bryant was. Not sure. Uh, I wish uh, Denver Nuggets baby was here from last night. He could probably let us know exactly what was going on with that to get the inside on why Bones Highland uh, was suddenly made available after he showed so much promise last season and, and coming into this season. Uh, Got to be the shoes is just waiting on that blockbuster AD trade. I think you're going to have to keep on waiting for that at least until the summer because uh, I don't think he's going to get traded in the next hour unless the, you know somebody really gets desperate and really wants to make a big splash and uh, trade the whole farm out there for, for AD. So I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see, though. Again, the latest trades that have happened are Darius Baisley going from the Thunder to the Suns for Dario Saric in a second-round pick. I don't have all the specifics on Bones Highland. 
Uh, so we'll see. But the Pacers are acquiring Bucks guard George Hill and a second round pick. So that's uh, uh, also another trade that was uh, under the radar as well. So I'm trying to find out exactly what's going on. Uh, Clippers will send the Nuggets 2024 and 2025 second round picks for Bones Highland. I think that's a good deal for the Clippers personally. The Warriors are trading James Wiseman. So the experiment oh. at the number two draft pick is over for one of Tom's favorites, Sadiq Bay. Sources oh. tell ESPN. Uh, I'm not sure I'm liking that one for the Warriors. Uh, I don't know if I would have done that. Sadiq's good. James Wiseman, I think he would have given another year. I think we were just to see if he would be able to develop. Yeah, but listen, they, they've, they've been pushing him and pushing him, and they wouldn't have given up on him if they weren't really sure. Uh, Why is the bust, up. folks? I'm yeah, sorry. and 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 I think I I love Bay. I mean, I wanted he was he was basically I was willing to make any pick I had for for them to you know just to get him added to the deal. He was always yeah. the sweetener that I wanted for going unprotected. It's funny. Imagine if the Clippers traded Reggie Jackson to Denver and then brought in Russ. Yeah, they uh, are going to bring Russ in. <laughs> you know, Terrence Mann has done a pretty good job, even though they, we, you know, we've inserted Russ as our uh, secret weapon against the Clippers this year. Yes. Uh, hopefully that'll be the case. But we'll that was probably him. reason enough to trade him. Yes. But we'll see where Russell Westbrook ends up. It is, once again, the Lakers fast break live NBA trade deadline special. Uh, Bay is. Oh, hold on. Wait, what? He's There's going to Atlanta. More. Bay is on the way to Atlanta. Okay, I got to see this. So it's on a multi-team trade. So uh, I guess uh, Sadiq Bay is on the way to Atlanta instead of Golden State. Uh, I guess uh, Detroit is getting James Wiseman. So this is uh, actually mm-hmm. happening real time. So I wanted to go ahead and make sure. Hawks sending five-second picks to the Warriors to acquire Bay. Okay. No, I might have sent five picks for Bay. <laughs> yeah, the Hawks are sending five second-round picks to the Words to acquire Bay. Uh, Bay is on the way to Atlanta. Five picks in the second round is the market right now, guys. So if the Lakers want to get a big, that seems to be the number. But this is kind of weird with uh, the Pistons uh, gambling on James Wiseman when they already have a young Jalen Duran there that they drafted in the first round as another big man. Pistons don't run like a. They run like a. Maybe they'll buy out Nerlens Noel they, and we can they get them. Dry, they, they, have, they have guys that can't even run a dry they're cleaning service, let them. alone a basketball team. They're they're yeah. they're terrible. They can't even. I don't know what's gonna happen. I just I, I bet you there's one thing. If you go talk to Victor Wembanyama, you're like, hey man, what's what's the one spot you prefer not to go? I bet you'd be Detroit. <laughs> Something like that. But, yeah, so far I have as far as the Warriors. Are More like James, sad boys. Sad James boy Wiseman Pistons. to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay, And and uh, that is, Sadiq Bay is going to Atlanta. And Atlanta is sending the Warriors five second-round picks. So, right now what I'm seeing is that Atlanta, uh, I mean, James Wiseman is only worth, that's a number two pick in the draft, <laughs> what, three years ago? Uh, he is worth five second round picks so that's uh that's where it's at i don't know i would have given him another year to try and develop him and see what we got but uh but yeah also as well again uh the bones highland is being traded to the clippers i don't that really doesn't solve their point guard problem i know uh uh, terrence mann has been uh, pretty good 
for them, but not, I guess, uh, to the level of what they needed as far as a point guard, because I know that gets talked about as far as the Clippers are concerned. Russell Westbrook is also being talked about being bought out and heading there. So we'll see if that happens. Benjamin's, uh, Ms. Jamie Sweet says, Wiseman was expendable for Golden State. They're looking to not pay half a bill in taxes. Well, they've got, yeah, you're right. That's They've got a lot in taxes they have to worry about. So I guess it was a monetary decision with him. Kind of weird that they go ahead again. Uh, that number two draft choice that they go ahead and, and bail out on. So they must know something we don't. Again, with Bones Highland, again, I'd like to know more about Bones Highland. So I'd love to get a Denver Nuggets fan here. So if you know any Denver Nuggets fans, have jump on in. Denver Nuggets, baby, I wish you were here. If you are, if you're coming in to the chat, please let us know why Bones Highland was such a, a uh, hot commodity over the past 48 hours on being a hot and heavy trade rumor, which ultimately got, got fixated on by the Clippers and ultimately Bones Highland heads the Clippers. So Clippers aren't done. According to Jamie Sweet, Ballmer is going to trade Ty Lue for Ham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what you say, Jamie. All right. Uh, Lucas uh, says, why do people still trade for George Hill? Oh, my. You know, George Hill, he, you know, God bless him. He's still in the league. He still gets, you know, finds a place in the league, can still hit the three. You know, obviously he's not as uh, spry and quick as he once was. But, yeah, uh, still finding a place on rosters. I'm sure he'll get bought out at Indiana because I don't think he's going to stay in Indiana. But we'll see what happens there. We're monitoring it in real time right here for you at the Lakers fast break on what's going on with this trade. Uh, again, with the latest trade that we see is the Warriors trading James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay, who goes to Atlanta. Atlanta sending the Warriors five second rounders. Again, that's kind of a puzzling trade still to me, but yes, it could be money involved is what Jamie's saying as far as the tax, because we know how far above the tax the Warriors are right now. The Oklahoma City Thunder are trading Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Sarge in the second round pick. So right now it's all filler trades. No big names are still transferring at this time. It's one hour left, guys. Tom, do you think there's going to be any uh, big trades, big names moving in the next hour? John Collins hasn't been moved. He's logical to go. Um, and we haven't heard anything more from the Raptors. I mean, that's... They, they they got their one big guy they wanted in in Pirtle, but uh, you know I, I still think that they they've got two guys that they're going to lose to free agency or be forced to sign and trade. Um, they're both guys, Fred Van Fleet. I haven't heard any action on Fred Van Fleet, and I haven't heard anything on Gary Trent Jr. It's like dark, it's like a black hole there. And then I haven't heard anything about the Lakers at all talking to the Nets. I'm wondering if the if Josai, you know, blames us for Kyrie and has put us into the same category. <laughs> they get blamed as Lakers for something you're dumb with. I mean, you okay. know, he they they basically it was funny, they could have gotten a lot more for Kyrie than they did. They they did the whole trade, they did the whole let's get rid of KD and Kyrie backwards, you know. Remember before when they were talking about Kyrie trading him? They wouldn't trade him until they knew what was going to happen with KD because they had to take, trade KD first. This is like sniper time. I mean, it's like all of a sudden Zach Levine is available like to one team, to nobody else. There was no bidding war or anything. He's just all of a sudden, oh, yeah, New York, okay, Ray. Same thing with the Suns. I didn't hear about any big bidding war for 
You know, it was like, I, I, I got him on the phone and he said, yes, man, we got him. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just been a wacky, wacko uh, trade deadline compared to the last two years. Gerald and I were sitting here with morose faces trying to figure out what the hell to talk about after, you know, you complained for 59 minutes, at least you wanted to be positive for a minute. <laughs> but uh, this time, you know, I, I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, I, I hope we make another move. I really do hope we make another move. We do need to make another move. History tells me that we won't. Uh, you know, that's, but that's, you know, that's, that's what happens when you always look at the glass half empty. No, there's not going to be a trade. <laughs> never, never, it's never going to happen. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. One more trade that's been done, just filler trade. The Hawks are trading Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky to Houston for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. Again, another filler trade there. Uh, for the Lakers, again, we did trade Thomas Bryant away for Devon Reed, a backup guard, and three second-round picks. Uh, hopefully we can go ahead and... Eh, Maybe uh, do some uh, a little bit more shopping before we head on out. Jamie Sweet says the 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 Warriors are saving uh, close to 130 million dollars in the Wiseman deal because of all the taxes and the repeater taxes involved. If that's the case, I can understand that kind of motivation, especially for someone who has not panned out yet. Uh, and the Pistons get someone who can still show a lot of promise, still very young. So we'll see what happens there. But kind of just weird that they would go ahead and trade the Pistons would, especially when they have a young developing center in Jalen Duren, who has shown some promise uh, coming off the bench for the Detroit Pistons. So we'll see. Why, what wouldn't, they take, why wouldn't they want Bay? Why would they, you got to feel that Weissman was worth at least Bay rather than five seconds. I don't know. I guess Sadiq Bay does, does, you know, for whatever reason, Sadiq Bay has got some promise, uh, shoots well from behind the arc, but yeah. as a as a forward, I guess for some reason the Pistons just did not feel as. I, I yeah, think but, we the, see... but but the Warriors should have the Warriors should have asked for Bay. Why did why would they even need to have another team involved? I, well, right now it looks like they're saving tax. They're saving tax right now. They don't. I, they may or may not be folding in the season because of Curry yeah. being out a month with a knee injury. So, uh, you know, is that a sign that the the, the Warriors are are giving up at this point in time, or yes. trying to run with what they have? That could be the, the, the Wiggins. Wiggins. The Steph, the Steph Curry injury. Now. <laughs> the Steph Curry injury is 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 a bigger problem than people think. Yeah. Clay Thompson has lost a step. Obviously, he's, half his leg was shredded the last few years. Uh, Weissman is a bust. I'm sorry, but he is. Uh, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green. Jordan Poole is their most talented young player, young as in younger than Steph and Clay. Uh, 
and Draymond is about as finished as a used dish rag. There's they they really really blew their wad last year. We we're able to win the title. Thank you, Golden State, for doing that because it kept us from watching the Celtics win it all. And I I I am sure that if the Celtics had faced anyone other than the Warriors, the Celtics would have won the championship last year. So they did their job. They won the title. And I think this is the last one for the Curry Thomas uh, uh, Thompson era with Draymond Green. And okay. unfortunately, their second round overall pick, Weissman, was the wrong pick. They they picked the wrong guy there. Um, we know why they picked him, but he just was not – he's not talented enough to play – uh, in the went for their own need rather than the best yeah. talent, and that's something Tom Landry used to always talk about. And I, I uh, Tom Landry said, "I don't care if I don't care what is there. We 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 pick the best player available." And we all know what happened to Portland in 1984 when they picked uh, Sam Bowie. Yeah, I'll leave that to uh, when you have somebody like Bobby Knight being very adamant about pick Michael Jordan and then them saying, well, who's going to play center him saying, put him at center. (laughs) (laughs) You listen, you listen to Bobby Knight in the seventies and eighties. Bobby Knight knew exactly what he he was doing then because he never had a good thing to say. I never saw him say anything close to what he said about Michael Jordan that time before that time or after I had never seen that kind of compliment. And that should have told that should have signaled things for you. But again, you know, not Bob Myers might not be. Hey, Bob Myers checking out might that might have been what caused the rift. Maybe there was a a a, a difference in opinion and ownership or whatever scouting said. Look, dude, don't get Weissman. He's not good enough. No, we need to get Weissman. We need to get a big guy. Blah blah. blah. You never know. But it makes sense if it, if we found out that's what it was because that set the team back a little more. You know, if that if he had picked the right guy at the on the at that pick, they they would have been able to maybe carry this on a little longer. We should have what? traded Lonnie Walker and five picks for Bay. He would have been perfect for us. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The NBA's trade deadline is here, and we're here covering it all. Thanks so much to everyone in the chat. The Magic Man, Sean Grice, and Jamie Sweet, our, our cohorts in crime, are there in the chat right now as we speak if you want to go ahead and join in. Zangerstein's there. So many great people. Petting My Cat is there. So many great faces, so many great names are in the chat right now. The best Lakers chat room that's out there right here at the Lakers Fast Break. (laughs) Oh, they're going off on Darvin Ham right now as we speak. But hmm, still continuing on, finding out it is less. Let's let's give Darvin Ham a little bit of uh, a pat on the back. Uh, I think he finally blew a gasket uh, again, you know, after the. During halftime, it was during uh, halftime. Yeah, he he finally blew a gasket. He finally couldn't handle it anymore. I I was saying something funny like maybe he knew he was getting traded, so now he could go ahead and drop the hammer on on Westbrook. But Westbrook, uh, he just he's just such a terrible team player. He just he infects everything in such a terrible way because he's got an attitude problem at every moment of the day. It's just who he is, and. When you have a coach that's already struggling to coach LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and then you have this $47 million player who doesn't even compare in terms of skill sets of those guys and making more money than them, he was kind of stuck in a really bad position. 
So we're going to know for sure here, hopefully, we get one more guy here before uh, 12 o'clock. We're going to find out if Darvin Ham was shackled during the Westbrook era. And if they start playing really well and you all of a sudden notice that he's got good, better rotations on his on his decisions, uh, then maybe maybe uh, that may have, played, may have played a part in it. Another big trade. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Joe. And oh, no. So not only are the uh, getting Bones Highland, they're getting Eric Gordon. Uh, so they are loading up uh, with some nice guards heading over to that team right now. So the Clippers will have some uh, good shooters out there with Bones Highland and Eric Gordon. Again, surprising to me on the Bones Highland deal. I'd love to know more about why Bones Highland became uh, he's the perfect. For, he's perfect with Russ, man. Him and Russ are, are unplayable in the playoffs because they, they just don't they do what they want to do, not what's better for the team. Um, here's another thing. The Lakers are definitely – Kevin Love is going to be bought out. Kevin Love is going to be bought out? Centers. That's one of your centers. Stretch five. Is, is, Kev, is it Kevin Love or Kevin Lust? Kevin Love. Uh, well, yeah, for, a, for a buyout candidate, he would be fine. I mean, he's a guy who can – Stretch the floor. But what does he really do that anymore? What does he really do? But that, that would That's what he really does. Do. That's what he still does. Well, it used to do. Used Cleveland, to. Uh, I mean, uh, there's a reason he was uh, integral in Cleveland. But, uh, you know, at some point in time, there's a reason yeah. why. He's probably, not gonna play on the, he's probably not going to play in the Lakers except in case of emergency. Uh, then but it does. It does. It is an indicator that the Lakers might stand pat. I hope they don't. I don't think they should. Um, it's just that, you know, Rob's like like you got a girl that cheated on you once and you just don't trust her, you know? <laughs> even though the last season, even though he's been great all off season so far, you know, um, I just don't trust that final move until I see it, like you say, Gerald. The Clippers haven't had to trade any of their depth which is something that I talked about earlier before the season, that they came in with one of the deepest teams in the NBA, and they've only been able to add on it. They haven't really traded much of that depth away. Too today. much depth sometimes can be a detriment, can be well, hard with to the, Well, with the often injured... Yeah, you know, that's the other side of it. George right. and Kawhi, it's nice to have a little bit more firepower coming off the bench. I know that's been talked about here already in the chat as far as having too much depth, but I'm... Yeah. I'm of the mind. Fear with, my fear with them was, my fear with them was, the, it's trading a three, somebody impactful. It's a three-team trade. It's a three-team trade for Gordon. Kennard is getting sent to Memphis. Okay, so Luke Kennard is getting sent to Memphis. So they lose a little bit of that depth for Eric Gordon. Okay, but you're trading one shooter for another, I guess. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's almost a wash. It's not. A, it's not a major upgrade like the Suns did. You know. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. John Wall going to really the Grizzlies in that deal as well. So John Wall and Luke Kennard going to the Grizzlies. Uh, the Clippers are getting uh, Gordon, Eric Gordon. So looks like Shams, some, guy, some guy just clowned uh, Woj. He said, Shams smoked you on this. <laughs> well, uh, Shams got it on the, the Jakob Pearl trade. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski didn't report it until the next day, until today. So that's something I think that, you know. It's, yeah, that's that's kind of petty to just not report it at all until the next day if you got yeah. beat. 
Yeah, he got beat good on that one. That was kind of, uh, but he uh, actually Adrian was the first one to report as far as for the Lakers. Uh, I think as far as what I'm seeing, so the Lakers trades. He's he it, it, with these guys. They're just they they get the information virtually at the same time. You know, it's it's almost like a it's like a horse race between these two. So that's always funny to see them, you especially think draft day. They're probably draft day is a funny they're, they're probably like those designers in, in the fashion world. Like, ah, can't believe he got first. Probably one of those guys, huh? Those guys behind the behind the computers, right? Uh, maybe, but you know, remember Shams was once the protege of. Uh, of Wojnowski back at Yahoo Sports, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So the student is trying to outdo the teacher? Is that how it works? Something like that. Yep, something like that. I heard they don't have a good relationship anymore from what I've heard. Oh, but, uh, how sad. I wonder why. I wonder why. Oh. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break NBA live uh, watch party right here for the NBA trade deadline special. Thanks so much for joining us. Truly appreciate it. We're still trying to figure out this uh, multi-team trade between the Clippers, the Rockets, and the Grizzlies. Looking forward to hearing more about it. Danny Green to Houston. Uh, Danny Green to Houston. See, this is going all over the place. So we're getting little bits and pieces of it. Uh, as far as the what's who's going where, you got John Wall headed to the Grizzlies. You got Luke Kennard headed to the Grizzlies. Yeah, you've got... Hopefully we can get a clarification on exactly everything involved in this trade because that might be the biggest trade right now in the past 20 minutes. So hopefully we can get more big trades coming up here in the, in the final 45 minutes. Lucas, when does the buyout market start and end? Uh, there is an eligibility date for the playoffs. So there is a deadline, I think, for a buyout player so they can still be eligible for the playoffs. I have to get the clarification on that, but that's a great question, Luca. Uh, Tom or or Joe, can you find out the clarification on when the buyout the buyouts start as soon as the the trade deadline ends, uh, so the people, teams can start buying out players asap uh, after that. But there is a deadline on when players are eligible for the playoffs have to be on the roster for them to be eligible for the playoffs. So I know that there's uh, got to be at least a deadline for that. So if you guys can get a clarification on that for me while I'm checking out the trades that'd be it's great march That's one great. players wave after march one are not eligible to play in the season's playoffs so they uh, have to do the buyouts have to be after the deadline and up to march one if they are to play in the playoffs so right. we're going to have what is that we're not doing a leap year this year so we have 19 days of buyout window to to see who's going to be picked up okay so and I, I'm, I, and I'm going on record here. I don't want any buyout players. Buyout player, players, nine out of ten times, actually nine point nine out of ten times, are either washed or not effective when it matters. I have never Marquee seen. Morris. I don't know. There's yeah. one. I keep th- I keep seeing that pass to the fourth row in game five. Um, that's the Lakers did with the title. I can't, I, can't, I, can't get, I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> Starting forward, that's all I'll say. Uh, Jamie Sweet also put the information as far as the link in the chat if you want to check that out from SB Nation there. But yeah, Luca, it looks like March 1st is the deadline for players to be eligible for the playoffs. But yes, uh, you can go ahead and uh, actually uh, buy out players at any point in time. Jamie Sweet says Andre Drummond again. He has played well for Chicago. I will give him that. 
But I don't know if holy crap, except Shams screwed up. Patrick Beverly going to Orlando for Mo Bamba. There you go. Really? <laughs> yes. But Shams put the Clippers. <laughs> he accidentally put Los Angeles Clippers in his tweet. Because <laughs> he was trying to get it out so quick, probably. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude. Rob made up a lot of ground here, guys. Holy smokes. So the Lakers get Mo Bamba. For freaking Beverly. We're done. We're done with the freaking so Malcontents. The they do get some size. He's seven foot one with seven oh. seven reach. Uh, no, seven ten reach. He's got seven ten reach. So block. And he shoots threes, 38%. We, we, About 35, okay. 36%. This was, uh, I'm just waiting to see how many. Tom, gave. he's somebody I've talked about Mo Bamba since the summer as far as what the, the Lakers should acquire. Yeah, so I've, had him, I've had him on probably a dozen trades already this season. But that's perfect because I love what I love about that is he, we have an option of starting him or not starting him depending on the other team we're playing. We the go big, jumble big or super small. So the magic, so Adrian got it right. Adrian Wojnowski, the Magic are trading the Lakers guard Patrick Beverly. To Orlando for Mo Bamba. We don't know if any picks are involved. We don't know. I'm if sure they are, but that's a hell of a haul. Oh, that is a hell of a haul. Way to go, Rob. Yeah, Rob really killed it on this one. Yep. Um, seeing that uh, right now, uh, it's great to see. Uh, you know, as far as Mo Bamba, going to add some size. Hopefully, he get a chance to play. That's something I think that is, is always, uh, even as a lottery pick, uh, he's not been able to get a chance to uh, really, I think, start and play some great minutes for Sounds Orlando. like one second-round pick, by the way, G. Okay, so that's good. So we got five more. Yes. And a first. <laughs> yes. Do we, there do you we, go. Do we, what so do you want to do? do, you guys wanna... well, we still got Lonnie. We you still think, got Lonnie. You, you, think, you think we got something even bigger in 39 minutes? I don't think so. I, I think uh, that uh, that's that's going to be it. But I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong because the Lakers still need more. Uh, I think they need more. I think they need to go ahead and and allow for, uh, you know, something a little bit more as far as you know to fill out the roster. We'll see. You got uh, again, uh, the Lonnie Walker the fourth, and then a first rounder are still available if the lakers are interested in training out i don't know what they can get for that because there's only six million as far as his salary is concerned so that's not going to be a whole lot for you so i think this may be it for the lakers as far as for what they're trading for so mo bamba gets traded from the orlando magic headed to the los angeles lakers for patrick beverly and a second round pick so like uh, Joe said, the Lakers still have five second-round picks and a first-round pick still that they can trade. Lonnie and a first-rounder, I think that's all that's left. Other than the players that they just received in a trade that they, they can trade yeah, they can uh, if they want to, uh, that's all they have left right now as far as the uh, outstanding players that were still on the roster at the start of the season, uh, Lonnie Walker and the first-rounder. The minimums, you could also trade the minimums uh, that are available or the low, you know, the the $1 million and $2 million players like Austin Reeves, uh, you know, Max Christie, you know, those players are still available. But uh, Lonnie Walker is the only one that's available that hasn't just been traded to the Lakers. 
that can be traded that has some uh, monetary value as far as six million plus as far as what he signed during the offseason. So uh, I guess at this point in time, you want to say it's just Lonnie Walker and the first rounder. You could or the second rounders, but uh, Laker Tom is happy. Uh, you've got some size. He has got one of the longest reaches that's out there at, I think, 710. Uh, as far as his reach, if I remember from the draft, but he is, he's a guy who can block some shots and he can stretch the floor for about, uh, I think about 35, 36% has been what has been overall a percentage out there. He's been pretty good, especially for a big man. So uh, I mentioned almost always top of the key, top of the key threes are sort yeah, of his yeah. spot. That's his been his thing. But I, he, I mentioned him during the summertime as a player that they should have gone for. So I'm glad that they finally got him now. So I'm happy for that. How much time he gets on this roster, I, I will wait and see. Maybe he. I think he's a potential play. starter. He could be. Yeah, you know, put him alongside AD. Uh, you know, you've got a length, you've got size. Not permanent starter, but an occasional starter when we when we go up against those teams with the big centers. Oh, okay. There you go. Otherwise, otherwise he comes off the bench as to give us 48 minutes of rim protection. That's a huge benefit for us defensively. Richardson to New Orleans. Hmm, that's too bad. I thought we might use one of our seconds for him. Josh Richardson to New Orleans. Uh, that's yeah, that's another. Josh Richardson. It was uh, also a focus for Tom. A good outside shooter. He's going to New Orleans, uh, who's uh, making some trades as well. So, so why why would why did Orlando trade? Why was there such a a need to trade Bamba? What, they, have, they, have two other, they have two other young centers that they think Rendell are better. Carter Jr. Remember they got him in the Chicago trade when hmm. Vucevic went to Chicago. That's okay. why. And then Tom said it right. And plus also Jonathan Isaac is back as a six foot 10 forward slash small ball center. Uh, remember because he came back from such great injuries, he may now be playing more of the five than the four. So that's something they also have to consider. Plus you've got Mo Wagner. From the Lakers, the Lakers draft choice. Mo Wagner has been playing really well as of late for Orlando as a backup forward coming off the bench. He and his brother both, boy. Yeah, his brother's his brother's really good. Brother's the better one. Yeah, his brother's the better one. But I'm just saying, Mo Wagner. If you've been looking at the the box scores, you've been watching as of late. Mo Wagner has been playing really well for them. So more props to you. Another Lakers draft choice that's doing well out in the league. There's actually quite a few out there. So. Oh my gosh. Uh, that, that was really a right. great move, though, moving Beverly for him. Yes. We've gotten younger, bigger, and better. Yep. We've absolutely. added size, shooting, and defense. And there's balance. There's balance yep. with this team. It's not all guards or zero of this. There's some balance, and then you can interchange. And they didn't drag us down to, to 12 noon exactly before yeah. they dropped something and, on and, and now since you know we live in a league where you know we got to have some rest well now you can probably sit ad every you know if you're playing the magic well, we've got start. we've got size at center we've got size at power forwards too now with with Bachimura and uh uh and um who's the other guy we just got uh, Vanderbilt so you got you got two power forwards that are natural power forwards that also play small ball five. Both of them book minutes at five. Um, and then you got AD, you know, where he could play he can play five against almost anybody. And if you got a bruiser, 
you just bring in have Mamba start instead. So it gives us great matchup versatility. Yeah, absolutely. Just and the fact that we got our three second round picks. Right. Uh, right. Back we just from... we still still need we still need we still got Lonnie because we don't want to lose Lonnie for nothing, man. Yeah. And he's that... not going to beat out Beasley to start. No. No, uh, and but again, there's still things I think the Lakers can improve upon. I think when you know they match up against the Phoenix now with Durant heading to Phoenix, you still got Denver out there as a Memphis. You still but you got, got matchup money for somebody like PJ Washington, or you know, he's again a power forward. Um, we just need that wing. We just need that defensive wing. What do you think? Bohan's still in play here, or what? I don't no, know. because you got Lonnie six and a half, which you get, which with a minimum guy of one point eight can get you, uh, can get you up to nine or ten million. So you you could bring in like you could you could bring in you know Alec Burks for example. He's great shooter, six six. He can play the two and the three. The Pelicans um, are trading Devonte Graham and four second round picks to San Antonio. That's to get a lot of money off their cap. So I know Devontae Graham was a backup, is uh, disappointed. Actually, he was a starter, got him as a free agent, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's being traded to San Antonio for four second-round picks for cap space. Plus, San Antonio has to just take on money so that they can actually get to yeah. the floor because, God forbid, they would want to go ahead and you know spread the difference to the players. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> trying to go ahead and, and uh, take in as much money as they can to at least get uh, through the floor. Darwin Hamill is only one six foot one guy left to play. Yeah, I agree with He's you. Not start. I, I think Bamba is a great replacement for losing Bryant. He doesn't have the the motor that Bryant does, but obviously no. he can shoot and he does. If Bamba had his motor, uh, he would be an all star. <laughs> we went Lakers in talks with the Pistons right now as of eleven twenty two a.m., which was seven minutes ago. So I think the I think Rob is trying to get something done there. Who's he trying to get? Who's they're left trying, on the Pistons? I don't know, but they're like Lonnie's the only money we got unless we move somebody yeah. we traded for. Yeah, it's it's gonna be that's I think that's probably the last thing here the Lakers are trying to get. Uh whether they get it or not will be well if they included time. Beasley, for example, they might go after Bogdanovich. They could flip Beasley plus Lonnie and that first round unprotected pick. Yeah. We'll see. It's been, been very interesting so far. Been very active after Unless a little bit of a lull. Bamba, very active, active, and these guys are very young. Mm. Guys, yes. old Bamba is twenty-three. Yeah. The thing uh, though is, if we these are guys are going to be around in twenty-seven and twenty-nine. I believe he has a player option for a second year on his contract. So that's something that Jamie mentioned that he would still be on the cap if the Lakers decide to keep him. You always got to put that into play as well. Who has the player option? Uh, I believe it's Mobamba. Hmm. I think I think Mobamba has the control, if I remember correctly, on that. So uh, I like I like Mobamba. He he's a, God. It's a perfect. Rob's done a terrific job. Yeah, yep. and uh, Zanger he's still working on the Pistons. I don't see any stipulation on 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 uh, Mobamba's uh, twenty four contract. that looks like it's guaranteed. Or looks like a guarantee for second year. Okay. Yeah, it's but that's uh, second year is important because second year means this is summer they'll be expiring contracts. So you can still trade them, but you're not on them for a long term. 
And that's exactly what people want in trade this summer is expiring contracts. Not if Tom has anything to say about it. He'll trade half these guys starting as soon as we get bounced from the playoffs. <laughs> That's Jamie's tweet. <laughs> you know, the whole world, the whole world enjoys all of the trade talk and everything except for Jamie. I feel bad for him, man. He's missed out <laughs> I, I on like the one of the most exciting aspects of of the NBA. I like the Mo Bamba trade. I think it's fantastic, especially because of the fact that also not only do you bring a player with size, with a whole bunch of reach, he's got extremely long arms, some of the longest arms in the NBA, can shoot up to what, uh, as Zangerstein was saying, 36 to 40% on threes. And then you're also talking about someone who provides you size in the middle. And the most important thing to, of course, Mr. Joe Soro, say goodbye to Patrick Beverly. That's the best thing right there. Pat, you know, Joe Soro from day one did not want him on this team. I remember that rant as soon as the Lakers acquired him. He went off like a firecracker on it, did not want him any part of this team. You saw what he did for this team as far as uh, in mostly negative fashion. He obviously was not able to be that 6-1 wing stopper that he that Darvin Ham imagined him to be. So, you know, the... the uh, Orlando Magic have a lot of size anyways that, that can compensate for, for him. But, you know, I think he also might be another buyout candidate as well with Orlando. I don't, I don't see him sticking with Orlando very long. No. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Action Figure Adventure is back with Season 2, and we're going further than ever before. Checking out more toy stores than ever before, and seeing more incredible, iconic, and noteworthy pieces than you could possibly imagine. Once again, Jay grapples with how to build the ultimate action figure auction to support critically and terminally ill kids in need. Along the way, we'll chat about holy grail figures, perfect action figures, and showcase some incredible toy collections. Action Figure Adventure Season 2. 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Jinx TV Canada. Guys, uh, so is this it for the Lakers? Do you think that's it? I think they're trying to get Magnanovich right now out of Detroit. They're trying to see if they can get something for a good amount of second-round picks and maybe Lonnie Walker. I don't know, but I think they want to get one more guy that can be a big that could shoot. Oh, on that uh, three-team deal with James Wiseman uh, and also Sadiq Bay, Kevin Knox is, uh, is being uh, put into the deal. I, w- I want you guys to understand something, too, and I'm sure you do, but we're not thinking about it because we're thinking about individual talents. I want you guys to also understand the difference in these guys' talents with LeBron James okay, and Anthony Davis. It's different playing with Paolo, you know, he's going to be a good player. Just been reported that the Lakers still trying to trade for Bohan and are getting close. Yes. If, if Rob gets Bogdanovich without giving, if he gets that, if he gets Bogdanovich without relinquishing that first, you are, and even if he's got to give up the first, even if he does, he's got to protect it. He got to heavily protect it. I I don't think you can. I think rules say you can't protect it for some reason, but again, I don't don't know. You can't roll it over to the next year. You can only roll it into a second round pick. 
I thought because the Lakers got a 2029 second round pick uh, that they that they were able to protect it. Todd got excited. Like Todd got excited and he hit a button and he and he just left us. Uh, that's so funny. Um, I didn't tell you. And Laker Todd cannot blame anything on me on that one. Once again, it's the Lakers uh, fast break live uh, NBA trade deadline special. We're trying to get as much information that we can. Tom just ascended according to Jamie Sweet. I don't know what happened to Laker Tom, uh, but I didn't do anything on that one. You can't blame me on that one. That's all I say. Uh, Eddie says, are the new guys going to be able to suit up tonight? No, there's paperwork. Unfortunately, Eddie, they have to go through medicals. Most likely they'll be there for Saturday's game. Uh, you know, even the new guys that we traded for the uh, yesterday, they unfortunately have to go through uh, medicals. So they will probably only be available on Saturday. Tom, we got you back. You got so excited. You hit a button and you left us. I don't know. Did, did we trade for Bogdanovich yet? No, not yet. Not yet. But uh, I, you got to protect it, Joe. I, I, and I'm protected first for a 34-year-old. I'm not, I'm not with that, man. That might that be what's taking a while. Uh, do they want to? Yeah, it's it's kind of like if, if Bogdanovich was twenty nine, it'd be a different story. But thirty four, yeah. uh, I get if you're if you're gonna go if you're gonna drop a first for Bogdanovich, that means they're trying to win this year. Yeah, yeah. plus you're stuck with now. his salary for two more years because remember he got the extension. Well, that's that's fine. It's it's there's only you know, two million on the third year. That so that's it's, that's fine. It's it's you you, yeah. you now have something that you can trade if you need it for you know next year or something. You know the that's problem, the problem that they have with him is that he's he's not a great defender, um, but man, he can he's one probably one of the best clutch guys that you can go to for a mid range or a three at the end of a game. He's very very good in that sense. That's a good um, and that must mean that we have to flip somebody. Yeah, but that's one a good of the guys point. who's coming in. Yeah. Don't so it's probably it's got to be well it can't be D'Angelo, so it's probably Beasley I'm guessing. Yeah, and that's fine if that's the case. Uh, because Beasley? Beasley and Walker, Beasley and Walker. Beasley is more of a bench guy than a starting guy. I really yeah. think uh, you know, but I, I, I we'll see what happens there. But I just want to mention with Mo Bamba, he is still under suspension because he was suspended five games for fighting. So I'm not sure if that ends on the the, uh, mm. the game on Saturday, but. I think, uh, yes, according to Z, most likely I will have to wait until Portland. So that's uh, that's coming up next week. So that's most likely going to happen because he still got his, has to sit out his full suspension. Uh, so that's, we're going to have to wait on Mo Bamba until next week on that. But that's still going to be a great addition, I think. I'm really uh, high on that, that addition for the Lakers, getting Mo Bamba for Patrick Beverly in the second rounder. As we did with the previous trade, not only are you getting some good talent in, not only are you getting some uh, draft choices as far as the draft choices that you're sending out are, are not as bad as you have to go ahead and do so under normal circumstances, but you're getting rid of addition by subtraction to players that has been such a detriment to this team and Russell Westbrook and also Patrick Beverly. So thankful that they're gone. Uh, I wish them all the best, but you know, they were, they just weren't a great fit on this team and, and it proved to be the case. Sovereign says these are the moves we needed to make months ago, but it seems patience was the key for Rob. And that's something I guess that was stressed that, that yeah, patience was the key, even though uh, everybody here and, and, and so many out there in Lakers land were wanting to him to go ahead and trade right away. Uh, Zangerstein says uh, uh, no need to apologize to Rob should not have waited this long. We were in misery for two years already. This is his apologies to us fans. This is him also trying to keep his job. I had speculated that, 
even though he had a nice fat contract that if he didn't do anything, this trade deadline, this would be his last trade deadline because of public pressure. So at least he can say he was very active and tried to trade all the assets he could, which for if he does get fired in the off season or at some point down the line, it's going to be a tough task for a new GM to come in with, with uh, very much depleted assets. But again, we hopefully won't have to worry about that. Hopefully that Rob can go ahead and, pull off one more big trade before the trade deadline ends. Anything uh, to report so far? Never, never, no, nothing yet. No, don't feel bad about criticizing Rob and Jeannie. You know, yeah. uh, Sean said it best. Pressure does two things. It either, you know, does this in your, in your you know what, or it makes diamonds. Yeah. And yeah. maybe the pressure that we, that Laker nation, Laker fandom put on these guys looks like, might be one acquisition away here in the next 20 minutes that made the potential diamonds. So don't feel bad. Well, I'm not, I don't feel bad for criticizing them. That's what, that's why the Lakers are great because the pressure is on them. We're here to be great. 17 banners. And now it's 17 banners up there. Now it's not 12 with one banner that has five on it. It's 17 banners. And we've seen six of those banners go up and, not so full, not not so long ago. One of them about uh, two years and five months ago. So, yeah, no, I don't feel bad about criticizing Rob. This is what you're supposed to do, and we're going to congratulate him for doing it too. We're going to criticize you when you stink, and we're going to congratulate you when you do well. That's how it works in the real world, folks. That's how it works. Now there is some timelines, right? Let's say you win a title, and Maybe you stink the next couple of years, right? You know what? We want a title a couple of years ago. Cool. Yeah, if you're a Cleveland Cavalier fan. But when you're the L.A. Lakers and you're tied with the Boston Celtics and the Boston Celtics are starting to creep up and getting scary, you need to start getting your stuff together. We cannot have them put up 18 before we do. You know why? Because then we got to win two more titles to pass them. I don't want to do that. I'm 44 years old. Tom is 76 going on 77 he don't have time he needs to see 18 that's, that's funny I, I do want to mention though zangerstein was talking about how uh, malik beasley is one of the best shooting guards in the league right now he's averaging about 36 percent which is down from his high of 43 percent of actually three seasons ago so he's been shooting around a little under 40 percent right around 37 Hornets trading center plumley to the clippers Clippers sending Reggie Jackson to Charlotte. So the Clippers are loading up. They're seeing what's yep. going on here. And for them, it's bonus with when it comes to Reggie Jackson, because Reggie Jackson, remember, he was waived by Detroit. They picked uh, Clippers picked him up. He played well for them in the playoffs. So, yeah, you're right. The Clippers are loading up as far as a backup center for Zubat. So, yep, yep. Uh, looks good right now, though. Once again, the Lakers here. For us, they traded for Mo Bamba within the hour for Patrick Beverly and a second rounder. So hopefully we can see one more transaction for the Lakers before we head on out as far as the trade deadline is concerned. All you right. know, there's some bad news here that they, there's no way they can get Boyan um, because Beasley can't be aggregated with anybody else and his 15.5 salary is not enough to get a 19.5 Boyan. So there's no well, way we can trade for him. 
Unfortunately, I think that, I think those those discussions with the Pistons were before the Mamba trade was announced. Yeah, well, maybe that's the case. Uh, but yes, at least that's how it looks to me on the trade machine. The chat has been great. Uh, I mean, I, I truly appreciate everybody in the chat room been out there uh, going crazy. Magic man, <laughs> that's Hassan, funny, Luca. That, that's Zanger funny. sign. <laughs> Got to be the shoes. Still uh, wanting to trade AD. Uh, they are so great in the chat room. Julian got some great new faces in there. If you haven't liked and subscribed already, please go ahead, like, and subscribe today. We're looking to see if we can get a really big bump because we're going to be on the air another hour and a half later on tonight for our post game right here at the Lakers fast break. So don't forget about that. Plus playback.tv slash Lakers fast break for a live watch party against the Milwaukee Bucks. Looking forward to that as well. Man, the, the chat is going off the charts. Truly appreciate everybody being a part of it. Guys, any more uh, trades you're looking for then if the Lakers can't get Bogdanovich? I, I don't, lost Laker Tom once again? I, I don't know. I don't. I think Tom might be pressing the X button on accident. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they just need, you know, it's you never have enough shooters, right? And if you can get a yeah. guy that's that deadly you are going to help your team even more and spread that team. Again, guys, you have to pay attention to the details here. We have LeBron James feeding these guys now. It's a different yeah. ball game. And these guys can actually shoot. There's no infection in the locker room. No more Pat Beverly. No more Russell Westbrook. Those two guys are a they're, – they're, they're drips. They're drips. They're slow drips to the, the floor. The Lakers have made the trade. For Bogdanovich? Yes. No way. Let's see. Okay. I haven't seen it from Orshanowski yet. Let's, uh, or Shams. First Let's round see. pick, three second round picks in Lonnie Walker. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is true or not. This no, is... I don't know if it's true. Let's not, yeah, let's no more fake trades, please. Let's no more fake trades. Let's is it, is it the season. fake Woj? <laughs> no, the bubble Woj. I remember that one. That one was funny. No, this but, is from, yes. Let's uh, not let's not go with uh, that yet. I've not <laughs> seen a confirmation on that yet. So, I look at Shams and Woj. If it's not Shams and Woj, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not going to confirm it right now. So, what, what do those guys have? Uh, some kind of uh, software on a computer that catches all this? Or they what? got bribes to guys in every front office as well. Agents, got. agents, GMs. <laughs> yeah. You want to you want to spread rumors? You got to help me when I need information from you. Interesting. Yes, works both ways. Yeah, especially with the agents, they are they are mouth. You know what? I forgot on the Boyan thing. I forgot that they don't need to match salaries because they are way under the cap. The Pistons, so that's why they can trade Walker straight up for him. <laughs> what a deal if we could pull that off. Man, the chat is going crazy. It's one of our biggest chat rooms ever. Thanks so much for joining us. It is the Lakers Fast Break. If you like what we do, please go ahead, like, and subscribe today. It's the, we're counting down the minutes, 15 minutes left. What can the Lakers do? Do they still have time to go ahead and work out a trade? We'll see. The Clippers, again, just made a trade. Mason Plumley goes to the Clippers for Reggie Jackson. So that's something, I guess, the, that the Clippers really needed, especially with getting Bones Highland and Eric Gordon. They needed to go ahead and ship off one of their guards, and they did with Reggie Jackson going to Charlotte. Mason Plumley gives them a little bit more beef inside as far as a backup to Zubats. So that'd be interesting to see how, how they can go ahead and continue with uh, a season that's been underwhelming for them so far. 
But we're still monitoring the trades as we speak. We've not heard any confirmation on any Boyan Bogdanovich trade, so I'm not going to go ahead and and, uh, and say yes yet. Again, Laker Tom is is uh, looking through for any uh, fake trades that he can, but uh, three years running, it seems to be, a, I guess, a, a, a custom here at, at the Lakers trade deadline special. But, Joe, anything that you're seeing right now with 15 minutes left? Uh, could there be a chance they go after Royce O'Neal? Royce O'Neal would be great. He's a wing. He's a good or, defender. Uh, he's shooting forty percent from three. Yeah. With 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 the uh, with the is it true that Joe Sy doesn't like the Lakers, or it's just he didn't want to? We don't know. Play? We know he doesn't like Kyrie. <laughs> okay, so be I, I have never. Situation. I've heard. I, I yeah. I don't really under know. I don't really understand why uh, Joe would not like. Lakers I don't think they've ever done anything to them but that would be a nice I would say that might even be a bigger acquisition than than Bogdan Bohan sorry well, he'd be a better fit defensively that's for sure yeah so I I, I but Boyan but Boyan, Boyan is, sorry yeah I I don't Boyan can shoot the lights out man I I I wouldn't be I wouldn't balk at either or but I'm just saying in case they're asking for too much that's going to be that's going to be well, the question here in the next the 13 minutes. Is, is whatever they ask for, what we got left, we could give them. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're a shallow team now. Yeah. You want, you want Christie? I, I love Max, but, you know. We got to win now. Yeah. I don't want to start. Tiago, that's a great question. What would the lineup look like with uh, Boyan Bogdanovic? Uh, I mean, putting him instead of, uh, you know, putting him. AD plays five in that situation yeah, for sure. AD plays five. Boyan and LeBron, then LeBron you have at the four, Boyan at the three. Yeah, and Russell. But uh, I let's not confirm that as of yet because it doesn't look like as of yet. It's Where'd you read that, Tom? Pardon? Where'd you read that speculated trade? I'm trying to find it again. <laughs> Probably deleted it. I tell you, Twitter has been so screwed up and my timeline has been so screwed up by the new owner. Yeah, everything. Goes the black the day, yesterday, I was told in the middle of the day that I couldn't post anymore because I post over twenty four hundred times today. Yeah, they wanted they're, what they're doing is they're I only monitoring like five tweets the whole day. They're monitoring the uh, the the bots that have infected Twitter. I think they're trying to find out who's real, who's not. Still, that's my assumption. I I don't have any details on that, but it seems like Adrian Wojnarowski and Shams don't have a problem. So they obviously know that they're. You know, they don't know. Unfortunately, they don't know who Laker Tom is. Somebody better get on the phone. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, the last thing I've heard was, uh, that's been reported, is the Reggie Jackson to Charlotte for Mason Plumley. Still uh, trying to continue on finding out if any action is made. There's 11 minutes left, 11 minutes left in the trade deadline, so we're still trying to find out if there's more movement to be made. Hopefully there's still going to be a flurry of action left with 10 minutes left left uh, in the Lakers trade deadline. Uh, Laker Tom should get unlimited tweets, according to according to <laughs> what we see here from Tiago. Sovereign says he had me for a sec with that with <laughs> Tom. <laughs> you owe me a drink. I've told <laughs> everybody out there. It's three years now. There's always a fake trade that Laker. Well, Tom it pops up on. on Twitter, and I just announced it. That's all. Yes, it must be true. It's on Twitter. Yes, it's always true on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing is for sure. I think I think they're going to trade him. There's the Knicks are after him too, and be interesting. There's no deal for John Collins out of Atlanta. Leaks sources out of Yahoo Sports. 
that that poor guy he's been on the he's been on the trading block for years now yeah it's funny because the quote on lakers ball said the same thing you just said g he's like poor guy feel for him almost yeah, got out before the kd move went down he's i mean every for four seasons now he's been like uh, <laughs> gary payton going down. back to uh golden state <laughs> oh there you go for five second for five round second pick. rounders really I would have given five second rounders for Peyton myself, man. You saw what he did. He won a he won the championship for them. Him and Wiggins playing defense. The, the, the defense that he played in that championship series was as good as any guard I've seen. Come on, man. We had five. Why didn't we go after Gary Payton? <laughs> the second. Yeah. The heck with 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 the the Thunder's 19 first round picks. Give us 20 second rounders and we can really make hey. <laughs> The Warriors are routing Kevin Knox to the Blazers via multi-team deal with the Pistons. Cool. Kevin Knox is also a uh, guy who was drafted in the lottery who has not uh, panned out as of yet in his career. I think you can pan that pretty, pretty. Trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. Way on to the Lakers, man. Got nine minutes left, Tom. I'm waiting for it. Well, we still got a little extra time because we probably already notified the league that we're almost done on a deal. So they're allowed if they're working on a deal at the time of the, the <laughs> yeah, deadline. Yeah, they're allowed they to work a little, on get a little uh, yeah. extra time, mm-hmm. overtime. That's, that's why we're on a little bit uh, longer. We're on except tomorrow. I gotta leave. I gotta leave about ten minutes after noon because my stupid hair cutter only cuts hair every five weeks and so <laughs> Tom needs his grooming but we'll be here till uh, 12 30 Pacific just to make sure everything's done get some Sweet. final analysis from Joe then if that's the case then of course tonight we'll be on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break for the live watch party as the Lakers face off against the Bucks and of course if I still have a voice left I'll be here along with the guys for the Lakers and the Bucks post game right here at the Lakers fast break wherever you get your podcast truly appreciate everyone joining us gonna see oh Jamie sweet says looking like a dirty hippie Laker Tom so well here's Jamie. another phony trade or just another announcement by somebody not big Lakers have traded for Boyan Bogdanovich Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves to the Pistons yeah that's not again. No confirmation on any <laughs> trades for the Lakers. Again, I'm I, unless I see it for no, Adrian but that's Rosen a Nash. smart that's a smart counter by the Pistons, obviously. Yes, look, so Bogdan, not, look it, you, you could say you don't want to give us you know, you're only going to give us a pick, so we want you this could, and you, that. you could say that Bogdanovich, I mean, he's averaging 21 points, hitting f- almost 42 percent from three. You could say he could be the third guy. And by the way, he hits at 88% at the free throw line. And that's yeah. the other thing is he's hitting at 88% and D'Lo, I think, is 87 or 86. That is going to play a huge, a huge part in those end-of-the-game problems we have. It's going to be huge. Well, he's the guy you can give the ball to and just clear the side. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, if, 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 I'm telling you right now. I'm putting it on the record. If they get Bogdanovich, they're trying to win a championship right now. Yeah. If they don't, because that it's extra contenders, it's it's going to be up, a, it's all up to the MVP AD. If AD well, comes back and plays like the MVP was before he got hurt, we'll win. If he doesn't, 
all of this stuff doesn't matter. It just, but we'll just be a better team next year. But I'm getting, yeah, I know. Reeves is a, it's a good point, Eduardo. Uh, Reeves will be asking for more, but uh, he's well, that's had why a, you trade Reeves instead of Christie. <laughs> well, he's had a uh, I, he hasn't had a great season, in my opinion, a little bit uh, sketchy off and on, uh, been in and out of the lineup. I know that still people are high on him, still not sure if he's a rotation player on a winning team, so uh, he still has to develop his outside shooting. Reeves could be kept for the MLE. That's according to Jamie Sweet. If we want to go ahead and, and still don't trade, don't trade, don't trade. No trade, yes. No Dr. trade no. as of yet. It's Dr. No. His new name is Dr. No. <laughs> so the so the uh infighting continues between Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom. If you want to see more of it on a daily basis, go ahead and check out Lakerholics.com. They have a great time going ahead and sharing their opinions. Of course, Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger, and Jamie Sweet with his five things articles. Go ahead and check it out today at Lakerholics.com. You can find Joe Soro around Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out Lakersball.com today. And also as well, Sinblades. If, you, if you're in the Southern California area, Sinblades, great place to go for a new lawn today in the Southern California area. Sinblades with a Y.com. Jamie Sweet still providing the smack. He says, Tom's name is Broken Clock, right every three years, LOL. Okay. These guys are going at it. So excited to see a <sighs> Gary Taylor is so excited to see a lineup without Patrick Beverly. I think I am as well. Oh. Uh, just cannot uh, cannot <sighs> say good enough good things it about that. Like it's such a relief. There's no more. The, the guys are going to be able to go into the locker room now and just – Breathe. No more Beverly. No more Westbrook. No more walking on eggshells with those slaps. Calm. Let's focus on basketball. No more emotions. That's a good thing. That's that's a good thing. That's a good thing indeed. I think that's probably one of the best parts about this trade deadline is that the Lakers got rid Darvin of Darvin Ham has requested a trade to the buyout market to stay with Patrick Beverly. Huh? Huh? Darwin Ham has requested a trade to the buyout market. Because he wants to stay with Patrick Beverly. That's a that's a funny joke. That's a funny joke. Yes. So okay. All right. Uh, once again, it is the Lakers <laughs> fast break. Uh, BDA Pink says, "Stop it, Tom. Please, no more of these. No more of these fake trades." BDA finally had to come out of the woodwork. All right, dude. I'm just trying to listen today, Tom. You, I, I got to say something now. <laughs> Hi, this is Mr. Holiday from the podcast, My Worst Holiday, and you're listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. So let me get this straight. We're going to play a like a video game together? or Well, not exactly. Okay, fine. W- where's the controller? Uh, that's it's, it's right here. This is literally a sheet of paper. I don't understand what you're... Here, you're going to need these two. Dice? You just had. Are these even dice? We are gonna play Vampire the Masquerade. It's a role-playing game. What kind of vampire do you want to be? Okay, now you're telling me there's more than one kind of vampire. Oh, my friend, you have no idea. There's an Osferatu. There's Vampires and Vitae, an actual play podcast, season two to Pop Culture Cosmos. Uh, once again, we're still in the final minutes, three minutes left of the trade deadline. Again, they might be working on some deals in the background that they already start on. So the NBA allows them to go ahead and at least to try and work things out. But we are in the final minutes of the trade deadline. It's been a good trade deadline for the Lakers. The Lakers get Mo Bamba. 
uh, for Patrick Beverly and a second rounder. And then they traded away Thomas Bryant or Devon Reed and three second rounders. So we'll see uh, what happens uh, if the Lakers in the past in the final couple of minutes can do anything. Uh, Hornets are trading Mason Plumley to the Clippers. Yeah, that's what we reported on for Reggie Jackson. Yeah, that we reported on a little bit earlier. I'm uh, glad Marcus to see Smith. Jackson gone. He kills us, man. That guy is just death on us. Uh, and he was clutch in the playoffs for the Clippers. But Jeez. again, he's not done as well. Uh, I know that the point guard has been an issue for the Clippers. The Pelicans are trading Devontae Graham and four second round picks to San Antonio. That's the latest updates I have right now with just a couple minutes left. Hopefully we can see a little bit more action before the trade deadline ends. And then you've got that multi-team trade, the Warriors, the Blazers, multi-team with the Pistons uh, with Gary Payton the second, going to the Warriors for five second round draft picks. Kevin Knox uh, is going to the Blazers, uh, you know, and yeah, just really still uh, fleshing out that, that deal there. Thanks so much again for joining us. Sovereign says, uh, oh my gosh. Bamba is going to be a great addition to the team. Can't wait till he starts playing for the Lakers. Probably going to be next week because, as as Angerstein astutely pointed out, <laughs> he's got a, still on a five-game suspension. So that finishes out next week, most likely against Portland, so when he'll be able to be available. Uh, no Levine deals or OG Ananobi deals, which is kind of surprising for OG Ananobi. Uh, the lack of trades for Toronto, Joe. As of right now, are you surprised that there was a lack of action outside the Jacopoto train? When they got him, I, I thought that doesn't sound like they're trying to unload anything. Yeah. They're just maybe they're just adding more depth to to the team to maybe try and see if they can one last run. One last run. We'll see. But, uh it, you know, obviously uh it was they were in question as far as the team whether or not they were gonna be a buyer or seller and Masai Masai is kind of a little sneaky. He wants to win every trade, you know. This is one of the things that I find interesting about the three trades that Russ has pulled off or that, that Rob has pulled off so far, is that I've often criticized him in the past for or I've criticized critics of him in the past for there's a difference between winning the trade and winning the trade details because there are a lot of trades that I felt that Rob should have made that he didn't make simply because he wasn't brave enough to make the trade. Um, and usually that's because the guys focus on the details of the trade and the little details, they definitely count the details like getting, getting D'Angelo Russell instead of an older Mike, a 35 year old Mike Connolly. Um, or getting, you know, getting for one pick what you might have had to pay two picks for, or getting a guy that should have cost a pick for second round picks. So Rob's done just a terrific job. You know, if, if I don't know whether whether there's any chance that they can pull off for Walker at the end, but if he pulls something off for Walker, this is this is this is executive of the year type material. Now, you know, he's impressed the hell out of me. Well, I'll tell you what, with the Lakers, again, what they got with Mo Bamba being a center that they can put maybe in the starting lineup or having, like Tom said, coming off the bench, provide some size, length, and can shoot from the outside. Obviously, the big trade yesterday where we got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, also Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, we did trade away Thomas Bryant for three second rounders and Devon Reed, who's going to be a backup guard. Maybe he'll stay on the team. We're not sure. 
But yeah, overall, that looks to be it for the Lakers as far as the transactions that they're doing today. Lonnie Walker looks like he's going to stay you on. You guys really in that last trade for me. I got to run now. All right. So Lakers, okay. Tom, any final thoughts uh, before you head on out on the Lakers? Big win today. You're smiling. Uh, I think I think the team's going to be jacked tonight. I think LeBron and AD are going to be jacked tonight, and I think we're going to upset them. Okay. Well, there you we go. need to start a win streak. No better time to start it than tonight. Well, hopefully Peace we'll see lot, you tonight guys. for the uh, watch party and the post game. Thanks I'll see so much, both, Laker I'll Tom. see you at both of them. All right. That's awesome. We'll see you there. That is Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out him and Jamie Sweet today at Lakerholics.com. So, Joe, there you have it. Looks like the, the trade deadline has come to a completion, although maybe there's some residual stuff left. But Adrian Roshanowski and Sham Sharania are not reporting anything at this time. So your thoughts, it looks like uh, that's done for the Lakers for this year. Now it looks to maybe the buyout market, but at this point in time, the Lakers look like they're completed. Your thoughts on the trade uh, season for the Lakers, getting Rui, getting D'Angelo, getting Malik, getting Jared, and getting Mo Bamba. Does that make you a little bit happier about where the Lakers can be going for the rest of the season? Yes, uh, just the fact that you got rid of a lot of headaches you got rid of all your headaches and you've got back talent that can contribute. Uh, it's been, it's been a year and a half of just dread constantly having that pit in the stomach thing in every game. And every time Westbrook would handle the ball, you're, you're cringing. Are you, is he going to throw it to the stands? Is he going to throw it off the backboard? You know, even the, the, the shots he would make, you just went, uh, okay, good. It wasn't, yes, you know, it was very few of those in, in a year and a half. He, boy, did, was he a, I, I, I'm not going to say he was a cancer, but he was just everything negative when it came to winning. And starting Saturday, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, yeah. to, to, tonight, we start, and I hope that they can compete tonight. I'm, I'm not expecting a win tonight. Uh Unless of course the Bucks fold a little bit, but it's 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 nice. It's nice to that. And on top of that, you get rid of Patrick Beverly, who um, you know just it, I, 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 he's not a Laker to me. He never was, never will be, and didn't belong playing in the Lakers. I don't like his shtick. Uh, I don't. I don't know why James Worthy, other than to be politically correct on 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 Sportsnet. Oh, you like him when he's on your team. You don't like him when... No, 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 no. This is not... Uh, no. I don't like him at all. I don't like him not even a little bit uh, on our team. I'm sure he's a nice guy off the court. Probably not. Probably is. I don't know. But I'm I'm just not... I, I'm, 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 we're not running a circus here. We're here to win championships. And Rob made up a lot of ground shipping out two detriments to winning detriments to enthusiasm for a team that at least now has a shot at least at having an identity now it's darvin ham's job to not screw this up if this is not going to get fixed which which is darvin ham's coaching then they're going to have to evaluate him this summer because he is not he has not done well, not in the fact that he, you know, he does deserve credit in convincing Westbrook of coming off the bench and doing that. But 
back to what I told you about that camera, that camera thing really bothered me. And the fact that he had every right to unleash on somebody for bringing a, a camera on the, on, on the court. And I'm sure that even Patrick Beverly was like, damn, maybe I should have done that. That was too outrageous to, to not comment on that and not send him to the locker room. But that's what it's going to take, guys. It's going to take somebody that has some some leadership qualities that's going to put a foot in some people's rear ends when they do stupid things. And I'm hoping that now that Darvin Ham doesn't have to worry about walking on eggshells with Westbrook, he can start doing that with this team. We'll see what happens. I agree with Z. There's still too much in the backcourt. I still think we're one or two players too heavy in the backcourt. I think there's still going to be a log jam of uh, average to below average guards as far as uh, in many occasions. Malik Beasley should provide a lot of shooting as far as number of attempts. Z clarified that it was a percentage that was just basically off of uh, makes and, and attempts. So you got someone there, both of them, with uh, with D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley, both want to chuck it up seven, eight times a game. I'm all for it. Obviously, it spreads the court a little bit more, makes things easier for LeBron and AD, hopefully to post the lane or, or to get into the lane and be able to have a little bit better driving accessibility and then you've got players coming off the bench or even starting like Mobamba, Rui Hashimura, Jared Vanderbilt is going to give you size, a little bit of length, defensive ability. Mobamba can shoot the three. Rui can uh, actually hit from the mid-range, you, provide some scoring punch there for you. And then in Jared Vanderbilt's case, uh, give you some energy. Maybe pit, you know, maybe pit him with uh, Wendy Gabriel to give you some real energy there. So now that Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant is gone, uh, who I, I, I'm really rooting for the kid. I'm really rooting for Thomas Bryant. Hopefully he'll get a chance uh, again to stick as far as with, get some real minutes. I'm not sure he'll be able to do that in Denver backing up Jokic, but hopefully uh, something will materialize good for him. But overall, I think it was a good trade season for Rob. I'm really encouraged by what we see. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm positive on uh, what we did for the trade deadline, especially because of the fact that we got such too rid of such negatives on the team, two such distractions on the team and Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. You were as passionate. You were as passionate as anyone out there as far as not having Patrick Beverly on the team. I was as passionate as anyone out there not having Russell Westbrook on the team. And both of our problems were solved within a matter of 24 hours, my friend. Yeah, it's... I I'm I'm thinking maybe the maybe doing that deal with Danny opened up some things for the the the, the Angelo Russell deal, which maybe I could talk myself into thinking that might have played a factor in it and made it worth its while. Um, unfortunately, I just wish we were thirty and twenty five, not twenty five and thirty. Oh, you know that absolutely. And. I would feel a lot better if that were the case, but that's, see, that's what we sacrifice. We sacrifice five games. I mean, five games we had, we had five games at the very least. I'm talking, all you have to do is hit a free throw, you know, hit a free throw and you're, you're, you're get a foul you're call, get a foul call. Uh, some of it, our fault, some of them not our fault. And at this point, we have a much better balanced team. We have young, a young, youthful team too. You don't have a 34-year-old Beverly, and you don't have a 34-year-old Westbrook. 
it's important to understand that this is a young man's game and LeBron's offensive prowess in terms of controlling the offense is, is, is it's set for people who are athletic and can run and can be available. So what we had in the championship window uh, of 2020, 2021 is we had Kuzma, KCP, Caruso types, guys that knew their roles. Kuzma, we were hoping would be better than he was, but he did make up a lot of ground on the defensive end, which helped. And then you had one last hurrah for uh, JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard and those guys that that really kind of gave us a, a big team that could, that could move and uh, know their roles as well. And that's the thing here, guys, is, is Russell Westbrook doesn't have a role in the NBA anymore. He's he's what Dwight Howard was last year. He's yeah, he looks like a Greek god. Yes, he can still run, but his skill set is outdated. And the only thing Dwight did that was different than Russell Westbrook was Russell Westbrook stuck to his stubborn gun, whereas Dwight sort of scaled back a little. And in this game, it's a game of inches. It's not just in football. It's 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 in basketball too. When you don't focus on the team winning just for a little bit, you end up infecting the team and not allowing it to win. And that's what's been going on. It's 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 just we're we're looking at Anthony Davis sitting down, not celebrating LeBron's achievement. We don't know what happened there. Maybe AD's just like, you know what? I'm so tired of dealing with all this BS. Every time I come to work, I got to pamper this guy, not say things about this guy. I can't criticize my coach because he's making bad. Like at some point, you're still a human being and you're going to have those emotions. I'm going to be curious to see how the body language looks tonight. We're going to find out and definitely on Saturday. So I'm, I'm very curious. I'm very curious. And you're going to be able to tell everyone, you will be able to tell the difference between a Pat Bev Westbrook team versus not. I think we're going to see that tonight. I'm going to be watching. I believe he did as well as far as uh, Dwight Howard. I believe he deserved that ring, especially for the way he played against Jokic in the playoffs in the bubble. I really think that uh, him and McGee, their length against Jokic bothered him enough in that series to go ahead and you know give the Lakers one of their edges. Obviously, of course, having LeBron and AD there doing their thing, AD hitting that clutch shot as well. That was so awesome. I remember that. I was just jumping out of my seat for that one. Cannot uh, thank enough all the good memories for that during the bubble. It's such a uh, you know a horrible time you know for the for the world at that point in time. So yeah, it was great for Laker fans out there, but. Right now, it is uh, the Lakers fast break. It is our NBA trade deadline special coming down to a close. I was hoping for more analysis, more trades coming through at the last minute, but it looks like everybody just stopped their phones, hung up. Uh, I want to go ahead and touch on the Kevin Durant thing one more time as far as the Kevin Durant trade, him going to Phoenix. This makes them a major contender in the Western Conference. Uh, I think this puts them right there as far as near the top. It's some a team that could at the very least compete with Denver, I think, in a playoff series. What do you think about the Kevin Durant trade overall? Do you think it's really going to catapult the Suns, you know, provided they're healthy? 
all things are healthy. You know, the hamstring on Booker, CP3 doesn't look like he's 90 years old. If he could just look like he's 37 and still give you something, we'll see. But your thoughts on Kevin Durant going to Phoenix? Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant's, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about, because I, I think we discussed this a little bit last night, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk more about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, when he left Oklahoma City, turned into a completely different person. And he has been doubling up ever since. It has affected his psyche, his personality. This is not one of those things where Kevin Durant, I'm going to, unfortunately, I'm going to have to use a, an analogy. Uh, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston, uh, I remember growing up, had a wholesome image person who had an amazing talent, right? And they brought her out as like the next Sade, if you know who that is but maybe even a little bit more pop, right? Not so much new wave, whatever. And over the years, you saw her go to who she really was. And that was something that unfortunately didn't end well. Kevin Durant, I don't believe, was something else growing up. I think he grew up what we saw when he was in Seattle that short amount of time and up until 2016, when he was in Oklahoma City, you saw an unassuming basketball junkie who loved basketball, was all about basketball, and was the modern-day weapon, scoring weapon uh, of yesteryear. He was Jamal Wilkes with a better percentage, more length, more athleticism. And then he got tired in Oklahoma City of something. Westbrook gets blamed, right? But he wanted to win, and he goes to he goes to, to Golden State. And every time I remember when I was on social media during the two years that they won championships, all I heard in comments, and it wouldn't even revolve around basketball, I would see, well, you know, it could be talking about somebody buying a new phone. Yes, this phone being whatever is still more valuable than Kevin Durant's championships. Like that was almost a meme, a written meme everywhere I would go on social media at random places, not even basketball related topics. <laughs> so that turned Kevin Dur Durant into a Sith. It turned him into the dark side and he's not been able to get away from it. So much so that he confused himself into thinking, you know what? I got to rectify this. I got to go have my own team. Gee, I'm going to go play with Kyrie Irving. Come on. Really? That's what you were banking on? This after Brooklyn was building up a really young team. D'Angelo Russell had his only all-star appearance and his best season with Dinwiddie and that crew. And they were very excited in, in, in Brooklyn. If you go talk to Brooklyn fans, they love that team. They love that team like the Lakers love that 93-96 team with Nicky V and Vlade and Eldon and uh, Terry Teagle and those, those guys and Cedric Sabalos. 
same same emotion because those guys played hard. They were young. They were running and gunning. It was exciting. The arena was and 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 by the way, I, if you have never been to the Brooklyn uh, Barclays Center, it's a beautiful stadium. It's almost like Staples but dark. Which, if you guys haven't noticed, I always like wearing black. So it's the same way. It's like a black and white color scheme. It's it's like Staples, <laughs> the crypt, but a more darker look. And I love it. I, I really enjoyed when I was there watching the game. So Durant now might have not demanded it publicly to leave Brooklyn. He may have not said anything. He might have maybe Joe Sy just said, you know what, I'm going to honor your request from the summer, you know, out of nowhere, right? So now he sends him to Phoenix where he's going to play with another superstar, an aging superstar, and a serviceable big. Is it, is, is it, is it not already stacked? I don't know. But – for us to say that Phoenix is now the favorite is only an emotion. We, we, we've been doing that this last few years with James Harden getting traded to Brooklyn, with Russell Westbrook going to L.A., which was really why they made that trade, because they needed to combat that trade with Harden going to Brooklyn. I want everyone to understand that the league has changed. The league has changed. You, you can't stock your team with two or three stars and just assume that you're going to get there. doesn't work like that anymore. I don't think, and it really, Oh, it really never really did. Uh, the only exception is really golden state. This last uh, run that they had, because they had everybody in their prime already. It's different when you're in your prime. Draymond was in his prime top three uh, defensive player for a decade. You had clay who could play D and a, the second best shooter of all time. You had Steph Curry, you know, who Steph Curry is. And then you add a Durant to that. That wasn't even fair at that point. It's like you, you, you're playing NBA 2K. You set up any team however you want. And the only other time it worked was with, uh, excuse me, sorry, my headphones. You're still on. Let's sorry, my head, my headphones uh, t- uh, came out. Got a little too excited. The only other time that I remember it happening instantly was Boston in 08, when they brought in Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett to play with Paul Pierce. I mean, you can say. Miami too with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and and Bosch. You know, you're starting to like. I don't know. It's a discussion that I don't want to get into too much. But at this point, Durant, I don't know. He's going to have to stay healthy. And Booker's been injured all year. He's going to have to stay healthy. And then we've seen CP3 not really run out of gas or get injured towards the end of the year. Uh, and DeAndre Aiden is. He only plays well against the Lakers, I feel like. <laughs> uh, and now we have some, maybe we have a big, we have a couple bigs now where, where we can throw at him, but, um, or at least one now. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to monitor, I'm going to monitor Kevin Durant and see how his demeanor is. I'm going to see how Booker is. That's that dynamic right there. Who's, we've known Booker to be a very temperamental guy and Durant is way temperamental. So if there's a, ever a game where something happens and they don't, and one thinks it was the other one's fault, that could be a major, major problem. And then, of course, you throw in Chris Paul there. Chris Paul, I always said, is the bridge between the old school and the new school. And that's why guys like Blake Griffin and, uh, and, and, and DeAndre Jordan didn't, uh, didn't mesh when they were in their primes because I think Chris Paul expected more from them. And when he, when he lit them up, they they took offense to it and cried to their mommies and couldn't handle the couldn't handle the criticism. 
Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break, our NBA trade deadline special. Don't forget tonight, Lakers Fast Break on playback.tv. We're going to be there for the game against the Bucks and the Lakers. And then, of course, the post game right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break, wherever you get your podcasts. Joe, any last thoughts? I think we're going to go ahead and shut it down here in the next couple of minutes. Any last thoughts before we head on out? Um, looking forward to seeing how the team plays tonight. I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting, uh, an enthusiastic game at the very least. We'll see if they can put it together enough to where they're, they're able to win it. Looking forward to it as well. Yeah, that's, 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 I'm very, very anxious to see how they come out of the the locker room, how they come out onto the court. If if there's enthusiasm, if there's a if, if you start seeing the offense running smoothly, rotations doing well, or being played out well by Darvin, you, you guys are all going to know what what that means. It means the headaches are gone, and the Lakers are back to focusing on. Winning basketball games, not being babysitters. I'm excited for that Bomba AD combo, but we, like you said, Z, we will not see that until next week, until the suspension is lifted for Mo Bamba. But he is a brand new Laker coming over from the Orlando Magic for Patrick Beverly in a second round draft pick. We did trade away once again Thomas Bryant to the Denver Nuggets for Devon Reed and three second round draft picks. And of course, the big trade yesterday, everybody's excited for the Lakers getting D'Angelo Russell, of course, Jared Vanderbilt, and uh, also as well Malik Beasley for Russell Westbrook and him going. JTA is gone. Damian Jones is gone. All the the guys in the back end who weren't getting any time that weren't going to help the Lakers anyways. I'm so glad just some... That, will, I think, was a great move just by the addition, by the subtraction alone. Not only that, you're getting some good shooting in, 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 in return for that. So I'm happy to see the Lakers made some moves. Still kept their first-round pick, Joe. They got one. They have one first-rounder, the 29 first-rounder still available, and five second-rounders still available for the offseason. Yeah, they stuck to what their original plan was, was to not give up both first-round picks. Although I would have liked to have seen them <laughs> make something work for Bogdanovich out in Detroit. That was the one where I was like, man, if they can get that guy, then things could get very interesting this season. But I'm going to take a guess that Detroit probably wanted more. And yeah. Lakers said, nah, we can't do that. So it's unfortunate, but... They, they got rid of two headaches that they really needed to get rid of, and they replaced them with guys that can actually play their positions and know their roles and not do stupid things like throw the ball in the second row every other game and um, constantly yap with nothing to back it up. No more 6-1 wing stoppers, please, for the love of yes, God. absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. You're right, Z. They do need to go on a run, and it needs to start tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see what happens. Please part, be part of what we do here at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. You can watch the game along with us. And then, of course, afterwards, the best post game anywhere for Lakers fans right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And the best Lakers chat room that's out there. We've had 
hundreds and hundreds of comments in today's chat room. Just truly appreciate everyone out there being a part of what we do from Z to Sovereign to Gary to Eduardo. So many great names. Magic Man, Jamie Sweet, they were in the chat room as well. So many great names. Terrence, Petting My Cat, Julian, so many great people. Thank you so much for everyone who was part of our chat today. Whoever got a chance to watch or listen to us. We cannot thank you enough for doing so. But I think Joe and I are pretty much done for now. But you will see us and hear us later on this evening. Looking forward to that as well. But Gary A, say we'll see you tonight. Appreciate it. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do have new additions. We will not see them on the floor tonight. We'll probably see them on Saturday. But we will be here tonight. We're not taking a day off. We're not going through any medicals or anything like that. We're going to be live, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And of course, the best post game anywhere can be found right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.